Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah. You're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Hello, howdy, everybody. This is the Potent Pictures Podcast. I'm Dave, as always, and joined by Matt, Peter, and Sean this week. And uh, we're here to talk about Michael Keaton's uh, newest flick, uh, American Assassin. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, you know, we right. He's coming back. You, do y'all admit? I think this was. He's he's making his he's making his way back. Yeah, I in. think that happened after Birdman. We're, yeah, we're, we're, yeah but I, you know, we're, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't slowly. He's had a pretty good. He's had a pretty good run. Pretty, well, I actually did not. So I watched. All right. On that on that note, though, actually, nice reference to uh, the upcoming season. Thank you again for that one, Sean. Uh, you're welcome. Um. No, like I have actually not seen Bird uh, Birdman. Wow. Birdman. So I haven't either, but I saw the I tried. Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they did a, a single take <laughs> style and it was phenomenal and I just don't see how Birdman can live up to it. Wait, yeah. <laughs> you guys have really not seen Birdman for real? You could fly in any weather. I've seen it. It's weird. Yeah, it is, lie. but it's I, good. I, I, I guess you guys I, gotta go yeah, see it. Just one of, I missed the hype and just after that I just I see more I contemporary HBO, things Matt. come up and end up usually watching those before I I'll, I'll get to it. It's on my list. Just haven't made it. I, yeah, I still say go watch it. Trust me. Well, middle, the only Birdman I can middle. actually think of is, or is it Bird? I don't know if it's Bird. No, you can think of Baby now. Is uh, no, it's Mort- Rick, uh, and Rick and Morty. Uh, yeah, is it Birdman? Bird, bird person. He bird flies person. in any weather. There's, all, there's also her Harvey Birdman. Oh God, I forgot about that. All right, we are already we're already hitting the freaking uh, thing with with tangents right now. So uh, I'll, I'll bring us back in. So. Uh, if you're uh, interested in emailing us about this, you can always email us at um, potentpicturespodcast at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at Potent Pictures, and the same on Instagram. And as Sean always loves to point out, we have a Facebook page, and it uh, you can just search Potent Pictures on there, and we'll pop up. So uh, I guess uh, to kind of swing us back into it, I guess we'll start swing, uh, going for our what we're watching and what we're drinking. So I guess this week, let's start with Peter. Peter, what you watching and what you drinking? So other than the movie that we're going to talk about, I have not, I haven't partaken in any other films. It's mostly been TV. So there's a few things that I've been watching. Uh, The first thing is I finally finished the last season of Walking Dead, uh, which I think was season seven. Do all you guys watch the show? I did. I think I'd stopped around four or five, though. I'm still I'm still ingrained in it, Peter. Okay. When did they kill? What season did they kill? Um, oh, spoiler alert! Somebody yeah, dies. Spoiler. Two people in the first episode. That was this last season. Season. Yeah, seven. that was the last one. Yep. So I, I more or less stopped at that point. Okay. So you did you fin- You didn't finish the season. You just no. I just I kind of just stopped. So we were the exact same way, and that's kind of why we finally came back to it. We I think we watched the first three episodes of the season, and for anybody who watches any any shows that go past i'd say maybe four or five seasons you start to get to the point where you realize the writers are just kind of writing themselves in circles and trying to figure out how to get out of those circles and this was one of those seasons where it starts and it just is all over the place and some ridiculous shit happens uh there are some characters that are unreal and obviously you know zombies are unreal but the I won't spoil it. For They're the more realistic portion of the the show, is what you're saying. Ba- basically, yeah. And actually, it's not a spoiler. This you can see it in any trailer or, or film. This season has a guy who has a tiger for a pet. So I mean that we we just we saw that episode in 
it really kind of threw us off. So anyway, we we figured now that it's on Netflix, it's the best time to go catch up because it's easy to find all the episodes and you can kind of watch them at your leisure. So we finished this season and uh, I will say the season kind of does bring itself back into, I'd say, good territory by the end. I I don't think it's they're ever going to be able to meet themselves back in the early seasons where it was just really high class TV. I think even though they have the viewership, it's it's not as good anymore, but it was still mm-hmm. worth a watch. And I am very curious on when this show is going to end because I, I really think they need to end it soon. Um, so that you, you bring up an interesting point. Did y'all ever watch um, just on the same lines? It's what is it? The Beware the Walking Dead, I think it was. Uh, the other I watched, one, I watched Fear, the pilot. Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the yeah, just the pilot, but I don't think I caught anything after that. I will, I will say that my parents actually like that one more than the, uh, than the. the is, Walking is that one? Dead. Yeah, I like. Still still on? On? I like it too. Yeah, I, I, still I, on, I, yeah, I missed the. I need to catch up on the last season because I moved and I didn't have like the cable whenever we. I was moving, so I, I haven't seen any of the last season. But I, I, I like the. Uh, same thing I like about Walk, the original Walking Dead is I like the when shit first hits the fan. Like that's always the yep. best, and that's the, the you know you're getting real interaction, real people in, engaging, and then after a while it just gets redundant. Like they do the same shit every day for like over and over. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm totally. I believe with you. that's called insanity. <laughs> the Fear the Walking Dead is kind of similar. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Sean. I we we watched the first season. Um, I will say, and it's not a maybe it's a spoiler but anyway spoiler they they really kind of bypassed telling the story of zombies very quickly in fear the walking dead so we were kind of interested to watch it to see how they came about and they they jump forward in time really quickly and kind of skip how zombies take over so it's kind of a bummer mm. that um, sucks but that was kind of what i was hoping for yeah that does the same here but it, it's i think it's still a fun show and I, they're doing some new things with it so that's good uh so anyway yeah just kind of finished that season and, and looking forward to see where they go. Um, so just the other just thing, real quick before, yeah. so you guys saying I need to catch up on The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead? Is, is that the consensus I'm hearing? I'd say... Uh, what was season four? Yeah, if you're that far <laughs> behind, don't worry about it. Okay. Personally. What, 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 what even happened in season four? I couldn't even... I, I couldn't... I, I couldn't identify without spoilers, so I, I won't I won't drop it, but somebody, somebody what's, dies. What's their location? What's their location? Um... They, That's it was right after, it was right after the weird. governor. It was shortly after the governor and the pr- okay. prison. I don't know if that's four or five, but uh, I, I think you've seen Jesus some of. I think you've yeah. seen some of the best. I don't. I think some of the the middle seasons are not so great. Uh, and there's a big piece, obviously, in season seven that's worth watching. But uh, it's. I don't. I wouldn't say you have to go catch up. There's a lot of other good TV. Right. Put All it right. that way. Kinker, um, kinker. The other thing I caught, and you know, we've all talked about Rick and Morty because it's a fantastic show the other great show that's actually a netflix show and i just i just watched the first episode because i've heard really good things is uh, bojack horseman have you guys watched that show no but i've heard about this i've been kind of intrigued to try it so you you're actually so it was good it is good i i, I did like the first episode i mean it's only okay. one episode and i think sean you've made a comment before you know the first episodes are usually not a great litmus test but I, the fact that i like this is good so i'm i'm going to finish the first season and see how it goes i think there's four seasons now and i've only heard good things so i'm expecting it to continue has anybody else watched this show 
No, I've been tempted, but something about that art style, I think it's similar to like Ugly Americans from a few years ago that was on like FX. Yeah, I, gotcha. I I something about the, that art uh, style Burgers. just has a hard time. Like, yeah, it's hard for me to get into. But I was the same way with Archer, so maybe if I get past that, and I'm obsessed with obsessed with Archer now, so maybe I'll I'll give BoJack Horseman a chance and see if I can get in it. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you with the art style. I, I, the funny thing is Rick and Morty. When I first saw some clips for it, I was not a huge fan of that art style, but yeah. I really warmed up to it, obviously, and everybody else likes it. So I I wasn't totally bothered by the animation because i'm with you i've seen some screenshots of bojack and i was kind of like oh this looks like a weird show but um the other great part is you've got will arnett who's leading it and also aaron paul is in it which i didn't know either so there's some great voice actors in it which is a lot of fun and uh there's another big person in it that's uh, allison brie is the other person so there's some good voice talent behind so it's fun to listen to them kind of banter but yeah, now, definitely. Now you're saying voice talent, but I don't think I've actually seen any of them do anything voice acting whatsoever. Well, I mean, they're great talent that are voice acting <laughs> or that are being voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> they have beautiful voices when they speak on camera. You guys suck. Just, just put it that way. So beyond that, uh, what I'm drinking. So I tried, uh, my wife brought me back some beers. She went to Colorado. And brought me back some beers for my birthday. And one of them she brought back was from uh, Snowbank Brewing. I'm trying to remember where exactly in Colorado this is. It might be... Oh, yeah, it's Fort Collins. Uh, Fort Collins is a great place for microbrews. So if you ever get a chance, definitely go. But I tried what they call their Totality Bourbon Age Stout. Uh, It's a 10% beer. Uh, I'm a big fan of dark beers. And this is... Uh, you know, anything Imperial is always an interesting try. Uh, so this was not my favorite bourbon aged stout. I mean, that's just, that's kind of like the new thing with beers, right? I guess it's not new. It's It's been the hot thing for the last few years, being able to age your beer in, in a bourbon barrel or in a tequila barrel or you name it. Uh, but it, it was good. It's worth trying. Uh, I would recommend if you've never tried a bourbon aged beer, definitely go do it, especially if you like bourbon. And even if you don't like bourbon, it's it's worth a it's worth a taste. But uh, yeah, it was totality bourbon aged stout for anybody who wants to give it a shot. But yeah, that's it for me, uh, Matt. Let's go to you. As I said, it does sound good, Peter. What was the you said totality? Yeah, it, well, the name of the beer was totality, and it's uh, from Snowbank Brewing. Snowbank. Okay, just wanted to make sure I uh, jotted that down. Yeah, definitely, definitely try it out. Do you actually wait? Don't we put our uh, where do we put our uh, drinks on the website, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I gotta go update them. There's okay, a, so if anybody wants to find uh, what we're talking about when we talk about some drinks, you can find it at the WordPress uh, WordPress website. Peter, what was that site again? Yes. Yeah, so for anybody who wants to check out what we're kind of recommending every week, and I know we don't plug this enough, but it's on our our website. It's uh, Potent Pictures at or PotentPictures.wordpress.com. And we've got a separate page there to kind of show you every week what we recommended in terms of movies and what we're recommending on drinks. So feel free to take a look and uh, try them out. Uh, but Matt, let's go to you. Somehow I haven't, I, I don't think I've watched too much, uh, at least not compared to my normal excessive viewing habits. But uh, I did uh, quickly get through the, the show The Good Place. Now that it's on Netflix and I think the next season's like starting this week. Uh, but I didn't realize it was only 13 episodes. So as I was kind of doing some binging. Um, was it only 13? Yeah. Yeah, and I think then I guess they so I guess they broke it up. So I was trying to think about this when you talk brought this up last week. 
it it seemed longer because I think they like aired six or seven episodes and then waited half like through the mid season and then like ran it the other half of the episodes at the very end of the uh, of the season, which was strange. But uh, yeah, I think you said there is a second season. Yeah, I think there, it's, right? it's starting this week, and and it, it looks like it's only going to be thirteen episodes also. And I, the only downside to having finished the first season is now I've got at least thirteen weeks before I can finish the next season, because uh, it was it was a very fun show. Really love the cast. I think Ted Danson is always a great. Uh, you know, every, every TV exec knows that. Uh, that's why he's been in shows constantly for the past thirty years. Um, and then Kristen Bell, you can't go wrong with, and lots of new faces that I've really enjoyed as well. So I uh, definitely can't um, recommend that enough, and you get some good cameos. For for the premise, it's kind of fun to see how they work some of the cameos in. Um, and just it, it ends on a good note as well. And so really looking forward to seeing this next season start up. And we'll, this will likely be something where I actually keep up with it week to week versus waiting for it on Netflix or waiting to binge it at the end of the series though if, if they do it like sean was mentioning if they give me six episodes now and then six episodes at the end of the year i'm going to be a little upset with nbc but uh we'll, we'll see how they go so if you guys have you know 13 times 20 divided by 60 hours available to you you should watch the good place um <laughs> that's right i did not want to do that math uh and then i actually also watched uh john carter uh, getting ready for American Assassin, I decided I want to get some Taylor Kitsch action where he wasn't Gambit, and um, I just didn't have the time to finally see Friday Night Friday Night Lights. So I decided to watch John Carter, give it another go, just because I I remember enjoying it when I saw it in theaters, um, and just kind of intrigued by the whole um, Princess of Mars series, which is a very long books and a long series. So I never actually got into that, but um, I, I don't know. I still enjoyed it. I thought it. I thought it held up fine. I still don't know. Aside from marketing, I'm not sure why it got the slack that it did. It may not have been amazing, but I, I thought it was a thoroughly entertaining blockbuster movie. What, what did you guys think on that one? I think it got the completely like the rawest deal out of any like one of the, you know, probably the rawest deal out of any movie in the last 15 years. Because uh, it it had a lot of hype. I thought. I mean, you said you didn't think it had enough marketing behind. It, I, I think it was. It I think it was poor marketing. No. So like poorly uh, marketed. Nobody, like unless you spent the time googling. Not that Google's hard, but if you, unless you looked up John Carter, you had no reason to care yeah. who John. It wasn't like Harry Potter, right? Yeah. We all knew who Harry Potter is. This was like, who should I know who John Carter is? No, I didn't. I didn't. So, who cares? so don't <laughs> don't say that. I didn't terrible. know who Harry Potter so, was. I mean, I mean, no, Princess I of it, Mars I is a much more intriguing name, and so people that might get people to. Look it up, but either way. So, go go ahead, Sean. No, I was gonna say I thought it got decent. Like if you look at the some of the reviews, like some are bad, but I mean it's kind of like mixed, like a mixed bag. It's not terrible. I think that that it gets a lot of flack because it was such a huge budget for Disney. Yeah, and that's that's the main. It's barely made any many, blah, blah, barely made any money. Yeah, to and I think that's that cost. to that Matt's point. Issue. I think that for being as big of a budget that it had with Disney, I'm surprised it didn't get more marketing. I thought you were saying it had a lot of marketing, uh, Matt, but I, I couldn't remember seeing anything about it. And to be honest, it took, I think, really? I, I think I, I saw, saw it. Like, it was, I saw a ton of marketing. It, I, I name it. I, yeah. I, I, I don't remember any of it. I like, maintain it's just it bad just marketing. And, and that goes to the budget. Yeah. And I think 
but you know, by the time the the especially the opening weekend numbers came out, it doesn't matter. I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes, and I think it's in the fifties, maybe. And the the yep, fans 51. are like in the sixties, and, and and that seems fine for your summer. Yeah, so it's like fifty sixty exactly. But it's when like... it first came out, it was all the conversation about it was negative, and I think that was purely be you know financially speaking, and so that that just basically snowballed the financial disaster and the bad word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, anybody who did see it and liked it didn't really want to talk about it. Because like, well, I don't want to admit I liked a movie that's such a flop. So, but in any case, I'm, I'm I, glad at least it, it's a 50. But when I looked it up, I thought it was going to be like the 20s, which I still think it's a fun movie. But sorry, go ahead, Peter. I, I was just going to say I think it's one of those really unique ones where uh, you guys kind of brought it up before the name really is not helpful because nobody knows who the hell John Carter is, and it doesn't imply anything about what you're going to see. Because even if they would have named it John Carter of Mars, which I think is one of the names of the book, I believe. Um, But anyway, I mean, that at least tells you it's going to have something to do with space or aliens or, you know, sci-fi, which would help. Because who's going to go show up to the box office and then just pick something called John Carter? The other thing I think is interesting about this movie for the fact that I I think this had a 200 plus million dollar budget. the, The only face to it was Taylor Kitsch who really had absolutely no cultural relevance at the time. I mean, his his major thing was Friday Night Lights, which is a great show, but I'm pretty sure if you ask five, you know, five people, maybe one of five would actually be able to tell you who he is or what he's in. Yeah. So, if they I I think if they would have put one other big name actor and their face in it cuz Willem Dafoe uh, is Yeah, in I was just going to throw that out face. there, but yeah, you're right. You don't yeah. see it and he wasn't attached to it in the marketing materials, so it, Exactly. So I think that would have helped. And that's not to say I actually like Taylor Kitsch. I don't think he's bad. And like you, Matt, I, I did like this movie. But yeah, it's a it was an interesting one. It's it's interesting how poorly it did. I, I'm, I'm looking at the cast right now and I'm actually kind of surprised. Yeah, Lily Collins or Lynn Collins. But I mean, she was she basically came with what the Wolverine movie. Yeah. Um, you get Defoe. You got Mark Strong. You've got um. I'm going to destroy his name. Saren Hines. That's the guy who yeah, played. Yeah, uh, Hines, yeah. Yeah, Carrie Hines. I actually um, have no idea. Was I was Julius just saying Caesar it differently and, with more confidence to make you reject yours. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea how to do it. I, I've literally seen this guy's name so many times just because he's one of my favorite actors based on he was in Rome and he was, you know, other than Sean, everyone here is watching Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones so yep. you know him as the king of uh, nor- uh, king of the king. Nerd. Yeah. And then Brian Cranston was in this, which freaking blows my mind that He's was actually, actually uh, i was i completely forgot about that when it came up i was like cranston what the shit yeah so he i mean a real small it, part. it looks like it had a lot of people in it that were you know somewhat pretty good you know but yeah it kind of I mean, blows my mind that it did that terrible i mean I, I didn't even go see it because i remember how bad the reviews and so dave you're it. the exact people we're talking about or you're the you're the exact I, I'm, like I'm, I'm you aware. Know, experience that we're referencing there well, and and that's the and that's the problem is that you get that much bad you know discussion on it. It's kind of like, well, I'm not gonna go waste my money on that. Now, now the good news is nowadays, based on what we're doing with our with our movie passes, I'll go see terrible movies just to go see how terrible they really are, just because <laughs> I'm not paying for it. But like this, like that was one of those movies that I would not go see because it was it was so horribly too much word of mouth. Like you know, the critics will pan a movie. And usually I don't care about that because they panned a lot of movies that I really loved. So I don't pay attention to them. But when everybody – I remember just everybody was just destroying it. And I was like, well, not wasting my time or my money on that. So 
Yeah, I'm out of that one. So. No, so I think it sounds like we're all kind of on the same page. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use this as my recommend. But if you do have the means to John Card and you haven't seen it, or you kind of just have a negative memory of it, just based on the that the period of time when it came out five years ago, that you know everything was negative about it, I, I'd say give it another watch or a first watch. And you know it's it's a summer blockbuster, so know what you're getting into. But I think it's a lot of fun. You know, it's like a family action flick from Disney. So it's it's kind of hard to. You know, there's not much to scoff at. There, there is one other name that I want to toss out just because at the when I first saw it, I only knew him as the douchebag from the 300. Um, but uh, Dominique West um, from The Wire, which I have a I have a much greater appreciation for now because I've seen The Wire. Um, so, not not again, kind of like Taylor Kitsch, probably even a smaller household name. But uh, if you watch The Wire, you get to see a little bit of him and John Carter too. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, in terms of what I'm drinking, um, Hotel does not have much uh, to offer. It's, it's. I think I uh, had something. Uh, I already forgot what it was called last week. It was pretty, pretty damn good though. Uh, I think it was a Lakefront Brewery, right, uh, from up in Wisconsin. Um, pretty good. Um, but uh, just to try to do something new this week, um, I was going to grab a Goose Island uh, 312, and I remember Peter had that last week, so I went with a Butt Heavy, just because. Ooh, American Ooh, beer, not? you know. So they because yeah, America exactly. So it's it's about as good as I remember. Um, but uh, not going to complain. It's it's beer. It's it's perfectly uh, palatable, and uh, I'm going to keep uh, drinking it. I've got a second one in the fridge. I bought a anticipatory uh, one. So if you get your if, if Budweiser is the last option you have, I think it's still going to you're still going to be safe. It's still beer. You're not going to. If you have too many hipsters around you, they'll judge you, but uh, I think you'll be okay. Um, Other than that, uh, Sean, what do you got going? Um, Yeah, so this week I watched the original Kingsman to get a uh, get pretty excited about the sequel that's coming out this week. You guys, uh, you guys excited for the sequel of Kingsman coming out this week? I'm excited for the uh, statement. Wow, the statesman, Kingsman, it's the statesman. Yeah, I I don't know how to use words apparently, (laughs) but yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty excited for the statesman. Oh yeah, come on. Go ahead. So it's not just Texas. There's there's multiple states in this union that we call America. Hey, they they look pretty Texan. I'm gonna be honest with you. They, look <laughs> they pretty actually pretty heavily look very Texan. Texan. <laughs> like like Texas to basically like the the plains type states. It looks like they're covering that pretty well. So. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, looking forward to. You know, how to get my little refreshed so that I'm aware of what's going on because you can't miss any of those little, uh, those little nuggets of information or little storylines that you, you know, if you haven't seen the first one, you're not going to pick up on. So had to give myself a refresh. I also, I don't know how, if you guys, I think I talked about this last week, but Vice Principal started this week. Great show on HBO. I watched the first episode last night. If you haven't seen it, it's a Jody Hill and Danny McBride creation. Stars a, a, I think a cinematic uh, superstar in Walton Goggins. Here, here. Yeah, who is pretty awesome in this show. I think he's the best part about the show, actually. Um, So, yeah, check that out on HBO. HBO Go for those of you who uh, live off your parents. Um, Not mentioning names. (laughs) Uh, What about... I also got into something else this week. I'm not sure if you guys have, have seen this or watched it before, but... Have you guys ever watched the original Halloween, like the, you know, the movies themselves, like gone Indeed. through and watched all the Jamie Lee Curtis ones? 
not all of them, but a few. I've probably seen some here and there, but that's a that's a quite the undertaking if you're planning on that. Well, I didn't watch all of them. I just started getting cracked cracking. Um, So I I read the other day that uh, she's coming back for another one that's coming out apparently next October. So I was like, Oh, was that the reference of the the text message you sent us? Yeah. So they apparently they're doing like they're bringing back her in this movie. So I'm kind of excited about it to see where you know what they're doing. I think they're putting a lot into it. Uh, I think John Carpenter's coming back for it. But yeah, I just thought that that was a good uh, good opportunity to get cracking. Halloween's right around the corner. Um, this is one of those series that I always enjoy, even though they're terrible. Like they hit a point where they just get to be terrible, but still watch them every year. Um, I love horror movies, so started cracking on that. Pretty excited to see what they come out with next year. And uh, as far as what I'm drinking this week, I a buddy of mine brought over a couple of uh, his remaining summer beers and he left them here so i grabbed uh the dogfish sea quench ale it's a sour kind of one of those sour session sour i'm not a big fan but you know the proceeds go back to the national aquarium so it's kind of like a charity thing so i felt uh felt a little bit better about myself but um it's nice and refreshing but you know i'm ready for my fall beers here so i'll have to start getting cracking on some Oktoberfests and some um some pumpkin beers but that's all I'm really drinking and watching this week, but uh, can't wait to hear what David's got for us this week. Well, um, so surprisingly, I'm still trudging through uh, Continuum, um, and I say trudging now because I've actually finally hit a season that I have not actually seen before, and uh, so I'm now in, I'm almost done season three. Uh, apparently, I only made it through season one and two, my original watch through on this, and this was this show was I think ended in 2015, so it's been a been a few years you know a couple years since it ended and uh there's been four seasons so i'm slowly making it through it um i, I and i know y'all probably get in these situations when you're trying to binge watch a show and you you start to kind of you kind of losing it about you know halfway through so I'm, I'm making it through it's good i, I enjoy it because you know it's, it's basically all about time travel and how these uh, different people would end up in these different times to keep affecting the future and all these interesting little subplots and whatnot but uh I'm making it there. Um, like I said, it was I don't know if I said this in the previous ones, but it is the uh, the girl who played the uh, the green girl in uh, uh, Star Trek. Y'all remember oh, that? I, I don't think you'd mention that. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm, she has I'm blanking name, on her name right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking. It's uh, oh Rachel Nichols. That's it. Uh, yeah, so that's that's who's actually the the star of this show. So um, it's like a Canadian show. So it's all based in Vancouver. So. Once I finish it, I'll, I'll, I'll see if uh, I recommend it to everybody. But I'm almost I'm almost done season three. I got like two more episodes, and then uh, season four I think is only maybe six. So hopefully I'll finish before the next time we record, and I can give you all the full the full thing. Uh, but you know I enjoy it. It's kind of interesting. Uh, the other thing I'm still watching is American Horror Story. I know I don't believe any of y'all watch it. Is that correct? It's I funny you it. actually. It's funny you just brought that up because I was just reading about something today. Um, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on it, Dave? Are, are you this watching, new season? Are you watching the new season right now? Yeah, so it, it's kind of funny to me that they um, – so I, I was really intrigued by the the um, the premise of it because they were basically saying how they were going to do this whole thing about the about the uh, the election. So they were kind of – they were going to take the both like the worst parts of the left and the worst parts of the right and kind of combine them and do something like creepy and crazy with it. So I was intrigued with the premise. Um, right now – Interestingly enough, it kind of ties to it a little bit because it's about creepy clowns, and one of the characters has this horrible fear of clowns, and 
they're really the only ones walking around kind of killing people, but you can't tell if it's in her mind or, or what's going on. This is the new season? This is the new season. Now, we're oh, only is, two episodes in. Is Billy in. Eichner in the new season? Uh, I'm not sure, to I be saw, I, just, I thought I saw something about him on the American Horror Story. That's why I, I was going to ask you. On his, I'm blanking on his face, to be honest with you. Give me, what else was he in? I'm blanking. Uh, he was in Friends from College. He was in uh, that show I talked oh, about. Oh, yes, 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 uh, yes, 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 yes. People. I actually like his character in this one. So okay. He, uh, I'll have he, to tune uh, in he, he plays, they're the, he's the, it's an interesting, <laughs> they are a bearded couple, if you want to look at it like this. So the they had an agreement, it was kind of funny when they introduced him, they had an agreement, This these two people had an agreement that they, if they hit 35 and they weren't married, they would uh, just get married together, and the guy's gay, and the girl is just, you know, doesn't like to be touched because of some kind of skin uh, disease. So they, they're a happy couple like that. So it's very interesting characters in terms of that. I'm not enjoying it, I will say this, as much as I've enjoyed previous seasons. So I'm just waiting to see if it kind of makes another swing. But right now, it's not even it's not even scary. So it's kind of falling the same way as it uh, was like what we did last week, where it was just kind of like, eh, could have been. Could have been more pop-out stuff or something. Because clowns, unless you're terrified of them, they're really not that scary. So, um, But yeah, so I'll probably catch up on, I think, the, I think a new that, episode That's a good life, life lesson for everything actually. there, Dave. Unless you're scared of it, it's not scary. Yeah, so that's why I'm... That's, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like nothing, it's quite deep. nothing's creeping. <laughs> you know, we should change this into Philosophies by Dave. It, should be a, it would be a great episode. Um, but yeah, that's really all I had on watching. Uh, in terms of what I'm drinking... Um, I keep going back to this particular brewery. Uh, it's the one in Arlington. It's that legal draft one. Um, Matt, I don't know if you've had a chance to go make a run over there. No, but I think this is time, like the third but, uh, time you've mentioned it. I'm going to have to. I have been really enjoying it. I like the fact that everything has this kind of, you know, um, legal legalese type thing on all their names. So I kind of enjoy the, the, the branding they use. But uh, as as we all know that October is now coming around, so a lot of the the uh, more fall beers. So they, they put out their uh, seasonal Locktoberfest. So it's, instead of Ock, it's Law. So, you know, legal. So that, 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 that actually is so bad. I, I've lost interest in trying them. It's it's actually so bad it's good. I'm going to be honest with you. I was, I kind of saw it. It's a very, uh, very simple thing. And I was just kind of like, eh, what the hell? But I've always enjoyed all their beers. So everything they, that they put out has been, Quite good, and their their Oktoberfest uh, version has been quite quite good. Good beers, uh, really enjoying them. Um, I'm curious to see, I, I, you know, if I ever make it back up to Arlington, I might actually go make a little stop in there because I'd be curious to go try a bunch of different beers because I think we only get really their amber. Um, I think just like a, a blonde and this particular Oktoberfest. But I'm going to say this: um, Have y'all been noticing that the the pumpkin spiced beers have been have been making a um, Oh yeah, a showing. Has anyone yeah, tried to try it? I was going to save that for next, uh, for when we get in October because, uh, but yeah, there, there's a lot of good pumpkin beers. One of which, um, I'll throw this out there: Southern Tier is Pumpkin is one of my favorites. Pumpkin, yeah, that's yeah, a classic. War, Warlock is actually better. Have you ever had that one? It's I like have the, not. No, it's the pumpkin stout. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm writing that down. There's a uh, there's Pittsburgh has a lovely uh, one of their satellite breweries is here in town. And uh, yeah. I was actually there on Sunday and had the Warlock. It's awesome. Good. So, so no, yeah, I, yes, I love it. Big I, fan, Dave. Okay, well, good. I have not had any. Um, as far as I remember, I don't remember drinking any pumpkin beers last year. So I'm intrigued to try them. They've been the grocery stores have been a little setting up little uh, pumpkin spiced beers uh, section. So I'll be picking those up for uh, next week. So I'm 
I'm slightly intrigued. I'm not going to hold off until just yet. You know, when does Oktoberfest actually start? Isn't it, uh, isn't it most of September or parts of September? Yeah, it's, it's going October? on. The, one, the big one in Cincinnati was last weekend. Okay, I was going to say, it's. I thought it was most of September. So we can technically drink them. It's okay. So wait, the, the so. big one's in Cincinnati now, not Germany? Oh, wait, you don't remember no, this? No, you don't remember the conversation? Uh, no, you don't I, I, the do, conversation, I don't remember that, but I was just... <laughs> No, I mean, city. I'm just saying it's like, like the, the one biggest that, in the U.S. Yeah, or the yeah. biggest in North America, maybe. I think maybe a Canadian one might have been bigger. I yeah, don't it's, it's definitely the biggest in the U.S., but uh, I just know it was last weekend. So and plus it goes it's going on right now in Munich. So, yes, Matt, to, to answer your question, it, or, it's bigger in Germany. So I just I had to look this up and it I'm really interested on how the dates line up. Oktoberfest goes from September 16th to October 3rd. How is there more of Oktoberfest in September than there is in October? I'm very, very confused. Because you're celebrating it's like prior to October. It's supposed to, to be like the start you're of fall. ready for yeah. October. I have, I have no. I was just saying still. that. To, to, <laughs> uh, let's, let's 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 be honest. What 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 kind of other things that the Germans started and you know we weren't really sure why. I, I just think to be fair, we know exactly why they did decisions. all those the Germans are just so efficient that they finish Oktoberfest before October. I think that's why. Get in and get out. But uh, yeah, all right. So uh, I think that's going to do it on a movie or watch it and drink it. So uh, I want to do a little movie news before we get into some American Assassin discussion. So uh, Peter, want to kick us off with some movie news? Sure. So this week we actually don't have that much. I mean, it's. I think the big news last week was all that Star Wars movement, but... Uh, there's a few things this week, and I think one is it's a smaller piece, and for, I believe, just, it was it just you and I, Matt, that have seen Valerian? I think so, yeah. So there's there's minor kind of news around that, which is, you know, we talked about it briefly, but Valerian had a huge budget. Uh, it was kind of Luc Besson's next uh, passion project, which was, you know, sci-fi pro. Um, sci-fi movie that he really has been trying to develop for a long time and huge budget 177 million dollars to release it and it just bombed in the states i think it made around 40 million dollars domestically and about 180 million dollars internationally so i mean most likely this thing lost a a bucket of money given the fact that you got to market it and do all that good stuff but with all that said he's still trying to get a sequel to this so i know matt you and i we liked it well enough and i would be interested to see what he comes up with just because i think he's he's a unique guy to say the least but basically his uh his comments are it's all up to the dvd and blu-ray sales so uh, i think we've seen this before with other movies where they become cult classics or cult hits and they come up with one and not too many folks see it in theaters but then they buy it all up on dvd so one thing i can think of or one movie i can think of is uh, boondock saints is one of those where kind of cult classic did not do well in theaters but you know, you name any college kid at anywhere and he knows what it is and they bought it on DVD. And so that justified its sequel. So now, Peter, I th- do want to stop you there because I'm upset you chose that choice, that 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 one, because that that second, that sequel to Boondock Tanks was so bad. It made me not want to watch the first one ever again. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, no, that I, was such a I was uh, actually, and so funny, funny thing. I was actually thinking the exact same thing, but I wanted to say, would you, what movie would you have picked that became a cult classic that, that they got a sequel for that was actually a good sequel? I was just going to say, I don't think I could name one where this I'm sequel really hoping it's, was good. It's I was going to say the same, so. Sean. <laughs> though I think Super Troopers did fine box office wise, especially because of how low the budget was. Um, yeah. And came out for so. it yeah. being a comedy. 
like, so would you <laughs> rather him focus on this Valerian getting a sequel or one of his other movies? I, I, I think mean, I this is the best candidate I, for a sequel. I'll be honest. I, I do agree. not want to ever see either a remake or a sequel to The exactly. Fifth Element. Just don't Agreed. touch it. Just don't touch it. Leave it Agreed. be. Yeah. I I think uh, it. I would only see it if Bruce Willis was in it, and I don't want to see it because it's been too long. And Bruce Willis, I think, I love him, but he's past his prime for a second. I don't know. Hold hold your tongue because I'm pretty excited about the Death Wish remake that's coming out with him in it. So that's uh, I think it's coming out soon, like in the next couple, like a month. Yeah, or it's two. this fall. Yeah. Yeah. So he might not be done yet, Peter. So hang on to your hat. I. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that's the thing. I like Bruce Willis. I think he's good and stuff. I just think for the type of movie I'd want to see if they did a sequel, I don't think he's in his prime to, to play that part anymore. So are you saying you don't think he can do way. another Die Hard? Are you, are you I'm trying sure to buy that? I'm sure they'll back the money truck up at some point and he'll do another one. But <laughs> and will I go see it? Yes, unfortunately. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of money truck, the the movie big movie news was the fact that was that last week about the Liam Neeson not going to do any more action movies. Yeah, we did that last week. Yeah, I about to say, I saw the trailer for his new one. That's what made me think about it. Um, what's it called, Matt? Didn't you say, or was it Matt or Peter? The commuter. The, yeah, okay. commuter. Yeah, it's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> just wanted to mention money trucks and people who just back up or just take the money but not doing it anymore. Hey, you know, I, can't, I can't fault him for it at all. I was just going to say, I'd love to poke at him, but if that was me, you know what? And I'll, I'll be honest, I'll probably bucks, go see it. <laughs> With the movie pass, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> so well, well, I was gonna say one 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 little quick thing on that. Um you you brought up the thing. Did y'all see the, the preview for the Jackie Chan movie by any Foreigner? chance? I still haven't, yes. but I, I want to because Pierce Brosnan and Jackie Chan just seemed like a fun combination. So I was gonna say, do y'all think they're trying to move him into the into that thing because now he's the old gruff because it the the preview made me kind of think of um Oh God! Uh, not the good citizen. What is the um, um, law citizen with the um, oh no? Mentioned, citizen I have seen the trailer like, from like back in the spring. I think yeah. It it, it feels like mm-hmm. that, but with um, like a Liam Neeson now because he's because Jackie uh, like Jackie Chan was looking pretty damn old. So I'm wondering if they're trying to um, supplant he is. now that Neeson's not doing it anymore. Yeah, it took a lot of special effects it. to make the 60 year old look 60 years old. <laughs> he's looking. I mean, no, dude, he look. He was just looking bad. For I mean, I think that, Jackie that Chan was like in his 40s yeah. when he was making like Rush Hour. Oh, I'm not and disagreeing with it. I'm just thinking he it's just hilarious. Looks like a, a rundown yeah. dad who's who's trying to get back at the bad guys, do some vengeance action. Gotta love it. Indeed. Good old Jackie. Yep. Really, I mean, that, that's it. There's some other odds and ends, but I mean, that's the major thing. So, the, I mean, in terms of box office, we'll just kind of hit on it. It is continuing to kill it. So it made $60 million this last weekend, which is a 51% drop, which is really great for a second weekend. And I think this has made 220 plus million domestic and over 300 million worldwide when you count everything up. And I mean, if you look at the records this thing is breaking, it's insane. I mean, it's most likely going to be the highest grossing R film of all time, uh, especially with, or not, I shouldn't say highest grossing R film. Highest grossing horror film. It's right behind The Exorcist, and it's uh, you know only it's an only in its second weekend. So most likely this is going to be huge, and we talked about it last week, so we'll we'll leave it at that. Um, the movie we're going to review, American Assassin, came in at a respectable number two with uh, 15 million dollars on a 33 million dollar budget. So that's pretty good. I mean, half its budget in the first weekend, and as long as it doesn't completely kill itself, it should 
hopefully turn a profit for them. And then uh, Mother is the last one. So there's a lot of lot of stuff about Mother, especially in the news around the reception of Mother and this and that. From a budget standpoint, I mean, this had about the same budget as American Assassin. It was a $30 million budget. And it made $8 million, so it did not do as well as they were hoping with, uh, you know, Jennifer Lawrence as the, the you know, trying to ride her coattails in terms of her popularity. And it obviously did not do it. But I cannot say too much for the quality of this film because I was not able to see it. But I know, Matt, you and Sean were able to see it. So tell us a little bit about Mother. So I'll probably go on a, on a huge ramble about it. So I'm going to try to keep myself short and obviously Sean jump in as well. But just just in terms of box office performance, I think that the biggest issue is they just marketed it terribly. And that's a longer discussion, kind of including spoilers and whatnot. But I think if you've seen the trailer, you probably assumed it was a horror movie. And it, it just, it really wasn't. It, and, you know, kind of, you know, we, we always talk about horror, you know, uh, trailers giving away too many spoilers. Th- this is one where I, I don't know how better they could have marketed it, but it definitely not portraying it as a horror movie would have been a good start because certainly the fact that huge horror fans, which usually are pretty um, loyal to the genre, um, if you're going to see a horror movie, it ends up being more of a uh, philosophical um, allegory type story uh, with not really any scares, you know, maybe some suspense, but any movie can have a little bit of that you're going to not review it very well and that's really going to hurt word of mouth. And so if nothing else, that's really hurting you. And that's, it's, it's only as a result, it's only the 19th movie to get an F cinema score. And um, just, just to drop the kind of definition on where that number comes from, because I didn't know what it was. It's actually the, uh, just the audience reactions on the opening Friday night. And that really just is a complete representation of most of the people that went saw it on a Friday night were probably people going to see a horror movie. And instead, they kind of had to start their weekend to kind of maybe more of a bummer or more philosophical discussion than they probably really were looking forward to. So that's that's kind of where, where my thoughts are. But just, just to give more insight on the F Cinema score, it, it's not really a big indication of quality. You can have anything from, you know, Alone in the Dark or Disaster movie that are going to be critically panned to things like Box or Bug or Solaris that, that typically have pretty good um, reviews. But those kind of come down to poor marketing and audiences seeing something where they, you know, likely felt they got tricked into seeing it. So it's not necessarily indicative of quality, but it, it definitely is a good explanation or a good contributing factor to why it only made $8 million. Um well, and I think it's I think it's worth mentioning that uh, Cinema Score too. It, that's literally just the the survey of moviegoers as they leave the theater. So I mean, yeah. that's you as a theater goer. Once you leave the theater, whenever they've got those kind of people outside saying, "Hey, what did you think about the movie?" The F is saying that you know, what fifty sixty percent of people said they hated the movie when they left the yeah. theater. Is that because I mean I'm not gonna lie I I definitely kind of felt that way. <laughs> Uh, when I left the theater, but then like you think about it and it's like, eh, well, you know, I, I guess I didn't really read too much about it going into it. Uh, similar to how many people thought that this might've been a horror movie. I really had no expectations other than the trailer I saw a couple of times. So, so my whole you thought, get, you didn't get horror from that, that trailer or I mean, at least like, I, I uh, thought it was a paranormal thriller. My guess was that he was really, it was really more one of those ones that might've been like a thriller um but not like a horror movie i i guess i didn't really see that um i kind of got the vibe did you guys ever see eyes wide shut i actually not. still haven't either like a st- so like yeah, i kind of got that like 
Stanley Kubrick like vibe, like a little weird movie. Like you kind of think it has some like religious undertones to it. Um, but like, I, it just was, I mean, I don't want to give too much away and I'm, I'm I give away. So, yeah. I was just, I was so. just going to say, it really sounds like you're trying <laughs> Sean, to get into some. Would you, yeah. So Sean, would you say this is more of like an art house type movie? I don't know. Like, it would, That's, like that, would this like, be like one of those ones you'd go see, like Britannia or something like that, where it would be like those one-offs where you know it's not like people uh, are there because it's you know it's an uh, uh, Darren Aronofsky. Or God, well, I would say I think Darren Aronofsky is like, an oh. asshole. Like I think he just tries too hard. He's made a couple good movies. Like we, like Matt Matt and I kind of called each other because we had to download about this, and I kind of said I was like, how many good like actually good solid Darren Aronofsky movies are there? And I was thinking like one, maybe two, like that was pushing it. Um, but I don't know. I'm sorry. I got off on a tangent a little bit from what you guys were talking about, but I just, I, I literally can only think of two of his movies. What, what other, so the, the, I mean, the Black Swan one. I thought was yeah, good. Yeah, the most notable one is uh, Black Swan, Requiem but you also have Reckon for a Dream, yeah. Pie, The Fountain, yeah. Yeah. and uh, The Wrestler. And uh, The Wrestler is probably so my favorite. Pie was, his, but yeah, I love The weird. Wrestler. I didn't even, I forgot that, that was him, but yeah, that's a good, I mean, that's a good one, but. Requiem for a Dream is just fucking weird. Have y'all seen Have y'all seen Pi? Anybody? Uh, I still haven't no, seen Pi no. or Requiem for a Dream. So Pi, well, Requiem, I only have two scenes that I remember because we were talking about it at work, and and I remember seeing it when I was a lot younger, and all I remember is the and for some strange reason this is literally at the the bachelor party scene, and then the uh, the scene where the guy was uh, injecting heroin, but like his arm was just all like nasty from like the I guess like I can't, I can't even think what the heck it was. It was just the amount of times he's injected. It's all like dead and all this stuff. And there's literally the only two scenes that I remember from that movie. But yeah, the only one that I really enjoyed out of that was probably Black Swan, though. Like I, so I I, I really had no expectations in this. But I, you know, I still haven't seen it yet. So I just assumed it would be more of an art house type movie. It seemed like that to me, based on what y'all said. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's definitely going to be a more divisive uh, film, and so maybe part of their their goal was to draw audiences in, draw audiences in, just to have the kind of conversation, uh, regardless of of the actual reactions. Um, but it it definitely felt like it was more of something that should have had a smaller release and you know maybe build up based on performance, yeah. um, kind of like what Wind River did. Whereas Wind River, I think, is a much broader audience. So I know I'm obsessed with that movie, and I can't wait for us to finally get to talk to it. But I, I do think this is a movie worth talking about. Um, and I, I can't necessarily recommend Mother, especially to like a casual moviegoer. Um, this, you know, if you're going for uh, just kind of an escapism or just kind of enjoyment, um, which is, you know, a perfectly or great you have a movie, to go see. Or movie. you have a movie exactly. pass. No, if you even have a movie pass and you're not the biggest moviegoer, there, there's other things yeah. you can do with your time. Um, unless somebody you know recommends it to you, right? It's, it's kind of that type of movie where I wouldn't suggest to everybody to go see. Um, but I do want you guys to see it because I'd love to talk about it um, in more detail. I, I will say, though, I, I went and saw this on a Thursday night because I wasn't sure when I was going to be able to go see it. So I saw the um, opening night showing or kind of like the, the sneak preview the night before Friday. And as I was um, leaving the theater, I was following a couple out. And right as she opened the door to get out of the theater, she turned around to the guy she was with and was just, I'm sorry, you were right. I apologize. And I just, I just, <laughs> and I just started laughing because all I was thinking of was how happy, and I'm perfectly 
and I'll talk about it more. I was, I was more than happy to have seen the movie, um, if, if for nothing, just to, it's something interesting to talk about. Um, I, I think Sean feels differently, but that, that was just exactly as I was leaving. I was like, I'm really glad I didn't bring anybody with me. Cause there's no way, I don't think I know anybody that I could have brought that would have been like, I'm really glad I spent this time with you right now. This is this is a wait. wait you saying I feel differently about that? Like I should have brought multiple people? Oh no no, I meant I think I'm pretty much no no. I I said I didn't regret seeing the movie. Or I didn't think it was a waste of time. And you may have oh I don't I don't regret it because I like to see some different movies. I think it's just like it, like I'm more along the lines of what you did say about I wouldn't recommend this movie. Like I wouldn't say oh you got some you want to go to the movies for the first time this month. You know Mother is awesome. <laughs> I'd say. Oh yeah, so, abs- abs- I mean, that, probably... uh, yeah. That, so, that's exactly. In case I wasn't clear, I'm with you there. That's definitely not. That's not yeah, good. This sorry. That, I, I just. I, I feel like you appreciate it more than I do. I, I, I don't. Mean, I appreciate the okay. conversation that I can have about it. <laughs> <laughs> I will so say Peter, this, Peter. Are you going to go see it? Just. I I feel like I have to just yeah, because there's, I'm in the same boat. I'm so just will, very curious. I will say, Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, what up? Where you been? Like, I was kind of surprised to see her back in movies. Uh, and then I, I know she's going to be in, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. So I was trying to think, I don't even think she's been in movies in a good, it, a good, pretty solid amount of time. It's making me want to watch, uh, What Lies Beneath. Oh, okay. Oh, God. I was, was going to say, you got to go back wow. and watch, uh, Batman, Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Catwoman. Oh, wow. I could believe her Come on, guys. That. One Damn. fine day. Oh, we yeah. We all know the real one you want to go watch is One Fine Day. Oh, yeah. George, well, a, a well young done. George Clooney, oh, yeah. or younger. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's enough Michelle Fiverr, but you know, like it has a good cast though. Like Ed Harris is a solid actor. Uh, you know, Javier Bardem is awesome. I don't, I, and just don't say any other, uh, don't say any other names, by the way. Okay. Those are the ones that are exactly that's what I'm saying. Stop there. Yeah. (laughs) So like, (laughs) see, now I have to go see this. You guys keep saying all these mystery things. No, but like, I mean, I'll, I'll say it like it, it, is Jennifer Lawrence just that bad, Matt? Do you think? Do you think she's ruining these movies? <laughs> I, I guess I'm not. I'm not following her. The are you saying that she's not drawing a box office or her performance I I, was poor? I just, or? I just don't know. I just don't know how I feel about her. Like overall, that, that's fair. Like her, her acting is where he's her, her performance yeah. was definitely intentional. I think, but I can see where it would not be interesting, and and I think that is a point of conversation um yeah to this. I, I i think that yeah we can hang off on that i just i just that's more like her last few movies we've seen with her she's kind of like like passengers i remember we talked about that um like she kind of the last x-men not that's the, an excellent reference or you know yeah, that's she, she called it in for that freaking movie damn that movie would buy it by itself yeah it's terrible so it, it's it, true so you can blame her for her scenes but this movie is is less on her i think than um you know and her boyfriend, her boyfriend, Darren Aronofsky. Um, so, and it, it's more of you know this is definitely the first one I think we're seeing. Uh, you know, aside from Winter's Bone, which I think so had a broader appeal than um, Mother, which I still haven't seen Winter's Bone, but it's something that's on my list. Kind of like, uh, oh yeah. It, it, so I was gonna say Peter's gonna say that it's it's exactly like uh, whatever that last <laughs> movie I also haven't still seen, uh, Birdman. Yep. So, I mean, aside from that, most of what she does is more of the blockbuster style. And so, the especially since she's blown up in terms of popularity, so the people going to see Jennifer Lawrence aren't going to see this type of movie necessarily. They're thinking they're going to get either like a Last House on the left, um, which I also never saw, but that's not really my genre of preference. So, you know, 
Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Passengers, hopefully a good X-Men movie, but th- this is something different than her kind of core base, so that also doesn't help. Real quick, what was in there? There was, there was a movie that they delayed release, and that was her and I can't remember who the, the lead actor was, and it was kind of like a period piece. That was um, with Bradley Cooper. That was it. Um, that was yes. another big bomb. And I completely forgot about tanked. that one when they were building off of... Uh, um, they had a couple where the two of them were together. Yeah, they did Silver Linings. And yeah, then they, and that won uh, a bunch of stuff. And then, then they yeah. did... then when, Whatever this movie was, it was like filmed uh, way Serena. before. Was that it? Yep. Wow. Okay. And I, I'm i trying to remember if I it was saw like the, this or not. Was it, it was based like in the 30s or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's during the Depression. Okay. So yeah, it's thirties ish. Twenties, thirties, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of follows. It. I, I think remember it just tanked. Yeah, it's kind of her like driving her husband towards <laughs> the finer things type type plot line. I don't. I I'm not gonna speak more to it. Yeah. So I'll probably just butcher it. But yeah, it did not do well at all. And it was it was along the the whole line of yeah, it's Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. They're a great couple. They're great on screen. This is gonna be a great one. And then it it bombed and then she was in uh joy with bradley cooper yeah. too which actually i like joy i, I was joy actually was gonna that, that i was gonna say i think they did three i haven't but I seen that one bradley cooper was in joy so okay nice. yeah he's got a real small part it's not it's not necessarily yeah, like them being partners but <laughs> that's um, a role yeah if you guys have has anybody seen joy? i still haven't though i'll have the mop I haven't either, yeah. No. Uh, that is one of the ones that is, like I know Matt keeps saying it's on his list, but yeah, this is actually on my list too. It's one that I've never gotten to. So, so yeah, because to your point, Sean, I, she hasn't been in, you know, the best stuff as a, in terms of, I, I like, I liked Passengers and X-Men Apocalypse was crap, but uh, Joy was pretty good, so I'll give her that. But anyway, now that we talked about Jennifer Lawrence. You got it out of your, you got it out of your system. <laughs> hey, not me. <laughs> if you are a Jennifer Lawrence fan, go see Mother. Just saying. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was like so proud of that. Like, I get it. <laughs> Don't say anything else. See, now you just told me another thing. God. See, I'm going to I'm gonna definitely give my money to this movie. I have to go see it now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. God damn it. So now, see, now we're going to, you know, we're going to have to do an episode on this now because I think we're going to have like an hour long discussion about it. Over, over no, the weekend, I was trying to unbiasedly steer you guys to see Mother. But I was trying to not overcompensate for being the one that picked American well, Assassin. It, it, wait, I, I, you were trying to steer us. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! I was getting the I gotta, sense you were trying to steer me yeah, to not go. And Sean was being very subtle until he called me. and was like, basically, we're trying to subtly tell you to not go see this movie because well, you guys I, are terrible. I, it was terrible. It was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I was just gonna say that, like, I if you have one time, if you have time to see one movie, I feel like. With you know, with Peter and I don't know you. I don't, you yeah, at the time of, we thought uh, Dave, you were seeing like, both. Yeah. Well, I was trying to, and unfortunately things came up, and I couldn't go see something on Saturday, so I didn't. Yeah, know, I drinking at the bar is more important sometimes. Sometimes it is, but it was it was a terrible A and M game, so and I couldn't run around doing stuff. All right. Well, anything else on Mother, or are we we closing that that, we'll that subject that until now. we actually we'll we'll. we'll We'll touch back on that. We got to touch back I mean, on that, and we got to do. My, I wrote over. I wrote Wind over a page single spaced on Mother, so I've got plenty to say about Mother. <laughs> also, I wrote all that because um, Sean potentially had to travel, so I was like, "Oh, I'll just write a shit ton of stuff about Mother in case he's not here, and I need to review it without a conversation." But yeah, I, uh, but I continued that. writing it because I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just <laughs> write things down." Why not? 
We we will do that, and we'll, we need to do Wind River, so we'll we'll schedule something for that. These are never going to happen, but we'll try. No, nah, we'll, we'll do them. We'll, we'll just make it. A, we won't do any, you know, drinking and stuff feel, like that. We'll just like, do a we'll just do a straight review on them. Is that what we ought to? I do, feel like so. come Oscar time, like Wind River might get some pub, so that might be That's a good time. Either yeah, way, I'm gonna we be, should talk about. I'm gonna be pissed if it doesn't. I still want to talk about the one thing I had an issue with that in that I mean, movie, and it was can, literally one right one thing. I know. I'm not going to. Whatever. I want to keep it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep, keep it on the wraps. Thing, anyway. um, yeah, we're keeping a wraps for the for the. So thing. since we're diverting um, and things we need to do, Sean, these two haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, and I vote we try to get in the Cabin in the Woods episode before Halloween. Have Ooh. you seen that one? Oh, man, you just I, remind Cab- me. Wait, God damn it, Sean! Have you not seen Cabin in the Woods either? I'm just, I have to double check. Is it the Hemsworth one? Oh, see, I read the. No, I have not seen it. I screwed up. I freaking. I screwed up. I read the Wikipedia, so I'm intrigued to see it. Though I, I'm, I'm oh, downloading Josh, it for my hey, flight tomorrow. Joss Whedon did. It was a screenwriter. He was, and the and the director has a lot of great writing credits as well. So, that, Drew Goddard. Yeah, that's a, he has some great ones and some terrible. That's ones, true. Though, too. That's true. I'm just trying to think of the good, but <laughs> that that's he's something. Uh, he's doing uh, X Force actually. I knew I saw his name pop up recently, but I'm hoping that's good and not bad. But yeah, we can talk about all that. If, if there's a good weekend in October. To I mean, I guess it. Halloween is coming up, so we can try to squeeze that in with, like, do, like, a, a two for, like, one movie we all watched at home and one movie we saw in the theaters. Do, do we want to do the Saw uh, series? Nope. I'm not really that interested in it. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> Especially because if I have to go through the whole series, I have to watch that scene where in the second one where the guy throws the girl into Okay, the we don't talk about needles. that scene. We do not talk about scene. We don't talk about that scene. Oh, That's yeah, the scene that I walk terrible. out of the room out of every time. I walk out of the room. I still, I, so I still just randomly think about it and shit my pants. <laughs> Thank you. I just, I literally just shuddered. Thank you for reminding me of that scene. I was fine until that. Now I don't want to watch anymore. So awesome. All right. Well, I think that does it on mother and all those other things. Let's let's actually talk uh, about the movie we came to talk about. What do y'all think? Y'all ready? Why yeah, sure. Not? Let's it's do my, it. That's sure. my, my last five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. We we might be able to bring a little bit more out. So let's do a quick quick little uh, overview on initial thoughts. No spoilers. Sean, why don't you start us off? Fuck terrorism. <laughs> And that's Sean's thoughts. No, no, yeah, that's that's basically. I mean, like that, like it's it's, you know, it's terrorism. <laughs> it, it was it was entertaining. It was an action movie. I have my uh, my qualms with uh, some of the casting choices, but other than that, the you know, it was fairly enjoyable. What about you, Peter? Yeah, I mean, I kind of got what I was expecting for this one too. Um, I I had a I had a good time with it. I think for me, the main thing I was expecting was to to maybe uh, not be a huge fan of Dylan O'Brien, right? It's Dylan O'Brien, I think, is the, the yeah, actor. yeah, yeah. Um, so he's in he's in some movies that I thought were okay, which is the uh, the Maze Runner movies, which are based on a book. Um, you know, they're okay films for what they are. They're kind of the the young adult based films, like a a Hunger Games or any of those, but um, yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to see him in this type of role because he's not necessarily known to be a huge spy action star. He's not necessarily known to to lead this type of movie, but I came out of it, you know, half believing him in the role. So I thought that was that was a good thing. Um, Michael Keaton, I think, did a great job being being Keaton, and uh, he he had some ridiculous parts in this movie, which I think we'll talk to probably at the end. But um, overall, it, it was entertaining. I had a popcorn and a drink, and it was well to serve me to, to, to get through the, the two hours. I didn't 
I didn't feel like I was, you know, bored at any point. I didn't feel like I was thoroughly wowed by any of the, what I was seeing on the screen, but it, it definitely was uh, a decent movie to, to take up my Sunday with. So um, can't say I'm sad about it, but uh, Dave, what about you? So I'm kind of in the same boat as uh, uh, you, Peter, just because, you know, I, I, I realized he, I, I knew I had recognized uh, uh, Dylan from something else, but I could never really place what he was in, in all honesty. And then it's always, when I it's saw, always the internship. Always. Yeah. Well, so after I saw that, I'm like, <laughs> oh, he was the, he was the hipster guy from, from the internship. So, but it still didn't click to me at the, when I was watching the movie, mainly probably because when they introduced him, he was just, you know, and they showed this in the previews, he had a beard and everything. So he, it didn't really click for me for a while. Um, but I agree with you. Like, I, I wasn't really sure how I was going to take him as this, you know, assassin, if you will. It was an entertaining movie. I mean, again, it was, like you said, it's a popcorn movie, more or less for me. I uh, enjoyed my popcorn. Um, I was actually tired going into it because I ended up seeing, like, a later showing on Sunday uh, night uh, based on how my day ended up going. And I was kind of, like, not falling asleep, but kind of, like, you know, an hour and a, an hour or so into it, I was starting to feel a little tired. But then it kind of like it kicked up again, and, and you know, I was thoroughly entertained for it. So it really didn't really, you know, you know, not something I would go shout to the heavens that it was the greatest movie in the world for. But you know, for a Sunday evening movie, it was it was pretty good. Um, you know, if they come up with a second one, I wouldn't be too uh, wouldn't be too surprised or too upset by it. I'd probably just see it. Nothing nothing to write home to, unfortunately. Uh, Matt, what about you? I think I think Peter put it put it perfectly. You know, popcorn and a drink and in two hours that I was entertained for. So nothing to complain about. It was it wasn't groundbreaking by any means, but it was an enjoyable movie, and um, I enjoyed the characters and it, it was nice. I know Dylan O'Brien um, had a bit of an injury on the set of one of the Maze Runner movies, and um, I was actually I never saw the second one, but I I was surprised um, with the first one. It was better than I expected. It was you know kind of similar to this, right? It was entertaining. Um, kind of hit all the right notes. Um, this is probably something that was a little better, but in, in general, I enjoyed I enjoyed what I was watching and um, fun action movie, especially for you know what's out there right now. Can't um, can't complain at all. And I just have one thing I want to disagree with you guys on. I did not like Dylan O'Brien in this movie. Um, it sounds like you guys didn't. I like I think he's a fine actor and he he is what he is. I just couldn't buy him in this role. And that's what, that Let's was one of the things. That. Yeah, yeah, like I'm one of the actually, things you guys I'm mentioned. I'm sold on the guy, so I'm I'm interested See, in what you got. I, like the, to me, like I, I think he's annoying. I think his delivery is bad. I think he, like his overall just demeanor. I mean, I, I kind of bought him as the like the the guy in the beginning of the movie. Like you know, oh yeah, I got this like girlfriend. You know, like they're just we're just hanging out. Like, um, but then like I would also buy he had a girlfriend. Look at him. Yeah, like just a, <laughs> he's a pretty a pretty boy, and that's part of the reason. Which which perfect transition, like which is why I don't buy him as like an assassin. What do you talk about, dude? He grows a Wait, mean I, beard. I super don't understand. Only he ugly grows a people, mean beard. Only ugly people can be assassins. I didn't say anything about ugly, because I'm pretty sure that like. Are you saying Michael Keaton's not a pretty man? <laughs> Michael Keaton's he's a handsome the prettiest fella. man I've ever seen. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I I just didn't buy it. Like I just you know. Personal preference. I, Sean, like, Sean I, 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 I'm, I'm still I'm on the fence with it, and I kind of agree with you. And I, I, I agree he does have like a. a he kind of looks like he'd be t- perfect for like he, a, uh, I, like I, a, I, like oh man, my mom just took my Xbox away, man. Like, <laughs> well, he's got it's. You know what it is? It's that hairstyle he's got. That's what I think. That's what kills you is that he's got like the, 
the not the hipster, the, but like the, the like the emo, like, like he just lets it grow shirt. and then put parts yeah. to the side. <laughs> I mean, so I, the funny thing is, he's kind of like, and and I know you're gonna kill me because um, of what I'm about to say, but he's kind of like a, a the Kylo Ren type of character, if you will. Like he just kind of has that pouty. Has all this power and stuff, but he's kind of more pouty about the way he does things. Even like, and I agree with you, kind of like throughout the movie, he's kind of like that, where it's more of a. Um, but I mean, that was kind of the point of the whole movie. If you like, if you he didn't. It, it didn't. It didn't ruin the movie for me at all. Like, I still enjoyed the movie. It's just it, that, like, that's just I'm. Not, I, I just didn't buy it. Like, um, there's some things like I, I, I bought, you know, I bought Michael Keaton, Sonia Lathan. I think she she did a great job. Um, like the vil- what, about, what about Taylor? What about like, Taylor? Taylor Kitch, like Taylor Kitch, I think I'm still pissed off about um, True Blood. So every time I or not True Blood, pff, uh, True Detective. Sorry. Well, I, I, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know. What I, I don't want to know what I'm pissed about. Did True Detective? You didn't watch? You never saw that? Accurate. Not season two. Yeah, he's in season two. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen one so, or two. So yeah, just uh, he was in season two. Yeah. Yeah, he's like one of the main guys. Season one is great. Oh, but season right. two he was in season two. I forgot about yeah. that. So. so like, I'm still kind of bitter about that. But um, I mean, but like I said, it's, I enjoyed the movie. I just there's certain things that like the casting to me was just uh, with the choice that they made with the main character was that's that's my beef. That's it. That's all I got. I think that's I think that's fair because I I mean if you read a lot of what it, what's out there right now, that's usually what most people point to is he's not your expected leading guy for this this role i i think i was kind of expecting to walk in and be a little surprised and the fact that maybe my expectations led me to accept him in the role i don't know but i i can see it i can see your point and and i I made this joke earlier but i still think about him in the the internship and like just being like like hating everything kind of thing so that's part of the reason that's kind of the way he was in the movie in a little way a little bit yeah so there, and then s- even in Maze Runner, he's kind of like this. Yeah, like he's. I was just gonna ask if you've seen that because I think seeing. I that do movie kinda like kind Maze of like Maze Runner. Maze Runner is not bad. Like I. Yeah. I just feel like he's. So my thing is that he hasn't really been in a lot. Like he kind of made a jump from just being like in, like internship Maze Runner, and then I I never did. I still haven't finished Deepwater Horizon, but I know he's in that. Um, but then like I, I noticed he's in Teen Wolf, like the TV show on MTV, like. That's the kind of shit that I'm like, this is why, like, it's a big jump for him. So, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Also, maybe here's a point to, to kind of go off, which is still kind of the Dylan O'Brien piece is kind of curious on your thought about, you know, how they played him from an action perspective, because I I think that's that's one one part that sells you on him. I think they did a really good job at the beginning of the movie in showing kind of him and his his journey to becoming kind of the badass and the fact that his journey was basically all him on his own i, I that kind of let me buy in cuz they they gave him some good scenes to kind of show off his skills and talents and not just be somebody who I'm watching the film and watching a body double the entire movie so i, I thought that kind of helped me get into accepting him in the role i don't know if anybody else felt the same yeah and and i also liked the just the general they they showed enough of it to to get the audience to buy into what they were watching, but they also didn't do like a a full course, right? They didn't do the whole transition. They did a jump eighteen months. Yeah. They did it eighteen yep. months later, you know, casually and just kind of like you're trying to follow along into what's going on. 
not that it's that deep, but you just kind of instantly get a picture for this guy without really any words being spoken, um, and kind of where his, you know, all of his focus has been on one thing, and and that's yeah. why you kind of not, you buy into it. So, not a fun, not a fun movie montage type thing. Where, I was just gonna say no montage, just yeah. a, a day in the life of after eighteen months, yeah. which is yeah. I think a great way to do it. And you know, you, you keep, we keep talking about all this action, um, you know, selling it, and you know, as a fighter or i guess as like an action type star i i could believe what he was doing i you know how we how we were saying that i don't know I, i'm kind of still on the on the fence with it with kind of like on sean and this i just some i believed him as the action person i believed everything he did uh, you know how they did it in the film so i you know could i see him you know fighting and doing all the mixed martial arts that he was you know working on while he was doing it yeah definitely i i, I would believe that it's something else was just kind of throwing me off with him. Maybe it was, and I'm, I'm going to go back to this. It was probably his, hair, his haircut. It's probably what his damn thing was. It was the damn haircut. So wait, before, anyway, sorry. before or after the hair, the haircut, when he was, when no, he was looking he, scruffy or after the fact, I think when he had his, cause he had it pretty long the whole time. Didn't he? Did he ever cut it short? I guess I'm just focusing on the facial hair and eventually he shaved it. Oh, I'm not talking about the fit. No, I'm not the face, facial hair, man. He, he looked badass with that beard. Yeah. I'm sorry. I liked it with the beard. I think you should have kept the beard. I do have a comment about the beard, by the way. Uh, what? It was fake. Fake beard. What? Yeah, yes. there's no way he can grow that beard. So there's... There it, is looked, a... it looked airy enough to be like a... a, a Wait, shitty, I want like, to know, know if Peter learned this or he could tell it was fake. <laughs> I... I could tell. So, and I'll... oh, we've got that. We've got the hair expert over here. So, uh, so yeah, um, <laughs> I will say that the 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 uh, the beard. I'm very disappointed and uh, kind of happy, but I, I kind of want to now go watch this entire movie again just to go see this this beard. But anyway, um, so I guess we can kind of swing into some spoilers now since we got all our initial thoughts and we did spoil a little bit on the beard. Thanks for that, Peter. By the way, now I'm. Now some people are going to go see this movie and be very disappointed. And to be fair, that's probably the biggest spoiler of the movie. If you've seen the trailer, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, accurate. Definitely the beard. It's a fun movie, well, but there there's not a lot to spoil. And there's beards to spoil, and we and ruined it for me. But anyway, all right. So you know, what, what did y'all think about you know going in deep? What were the what were your biggest likes about this movie? I guess would be the best way to start off on this. Well, it was the beard, but I guess I gotta go with something else. <laughs> you gotta pick something else, man. <laughs> I'm glad I ruined the entire. I mean, I, I can, flying I, I, in I the can, magic. I can, I can first start off as um, the. I can say that the this the training scenes overall of the entire movie were were I actually really enjoyed. So like his MMA fighting, his uh, his firing at the gun range. By the way, the fact that he did that at the gun range was kind of disturbing. Absolutely terrifying. You know what I'm talking about, and I'm, everybody's like, reaction was super realistic. I love. Yeah, that. I, I yeah. did enjoy that. Well, like they were like, like did they throw him out? They didn't show him getting kicked. They out definitely of threw him out. If like, anything, they probably called the cops, and he left before they. Yeah, yeah, that's kind they of. They would absolutely jail. call the cops if somebody did that. Yeah. So absolutely. They, uh, just yeah, that, that, I mean, there are gun ranges that you can go do that at. So that's why I'm. I was really confused why they wanted to show that as opposed to maybe go somewhere else. But I mean, it just showed how much he just didn't give a shit. So. Um, but I was kind of impressed with in eighteen months that how much he actually trained and uh, studied the Quran and did all that kind of stuff. So I kind of was impressed by that. Um, what y'all think on that? Did y'all did y'all believe he could do all that kind of stuff in the eighteen months? I mean, with that type of motivation, I'm in on it. Okay. You think so? I think that that's a tough. I mean, that language is tough to pick up. So, and it's the uh, nuanced stuff too. That's why yeah. I was kind of like because he he picked up on the fact that like the sister. Was actually because they remember they asked him that one question when they hit him in the chair. Yeah, I mean, there's cliff notes, though, about, man. You can 
you can totally just like Google Quran like, for dummies. Like when people when when interviewing for Google was first coming out, people would post the uh, people would post all the common questions. I'm sure the same things out there. The biggest thing for me was when he would lay that he laid the um, the other keyboard on top of his keyboard to to. to um, to, no, that was cool. Yeah. That, that was cool, but I mean, that's probably the most difficult part in my mind. Yeah. Because I can barely type in typing. English. So. <laughs> Wait. So what did that keyboard have on it? Was it, it was, all? No, it was just. It was the Farsi. Yeah. It was Farsi. Yeah. I think so. See, I could. I was trying to look at the. I, I didn't get a good clear view of it. I couldn't tell if like the letters changed because I couldn't figure out what it was, and I thought I saw English letters on there, and I was kind of like, well, what's he there, trying to do? There was English letters, but most keyboards have they English, have and then both. they have the. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I, I, it didn't. I was confused as to why. I assumed that's what it was for, but I, I mean, wasn't it's not sure. English then. letters, but it's considered something else. Well, usually. Well, no, I saw I saw English letters on that keyboard. That's why it really usually kind of foreign. Me. Key- I, but I may have dismissed. No, usually foreign I mean, keyboards have both English and then it has the foreign language uh, character on it. That's just okay. like if you look at somebody's keyboard, oh. that's what it has. So interesting. Oh, yeah. Didn't realize that. I assumed that. <laughs> I, I assumed it was some kind of cool thing that he was doing that was. Because he kept saying we are we're monitoring your keystrokes, so I was like, oh maybe this is trying to do something. I'm like, but then what's the point? So I, I didn't know, I, I couldn't gauge it because I didn't just see Farsi on the the, the lettering. So I, yeah, I think the monitoring keystrokes is just to say uh, we don't want you to go search on Google, Google and, or something. You know, yeah. we're timing you because you, otherwise yeah. you can go look it up. Yeah, if you Alt Tab Absolutely. and Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I no, that makes. Sense. I do say that I mean they they dropped a really quick. Uh, word it or they dropped a really quick sentence in there to explain how he may have done it, which is, you know, he went to Brown and dropped out of Brown. So obviously he was a smart guy. So, I mean, I think they kind of try to give you that yeah. lead in into how he'd be able to do it in 18 months. I mean, obviously that's completely unrealistic, but um, you know, maybe, maybe it could happen. So, okay. So it actually, you know, the motivation on this was obviously we, his girlfriend being shot in that terrorist attack, right? Did y'all think that was a pretty gruesome, like, scene in that whole thing I, for some reason it stuck out as probably like one of the more gory terrorist attack scenes i've ever seen in a movie like when she got shot for some reason it just stuck out in my mind so, i don't know why so i think it's just because it's you know in today's age or probably forever right it, it just it can happen and it is realistic regardless of the perpetrators right you can be anywhere and somebody could show up with a gun and Talk. Yeah, I mean, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that that's that's the real scary part yeah. of it is just that, you know, he's on vacation with his now, fian- you know, fiance, and then they just up and get a terrorist attack, and like he's sitting there trying to worry about making strong drinks at the bar. Yeah, not that strong, and not too yeah, strong, not that strong, which I thought was awesome. I was like, yeah, I mean, come on, guy, don't don't. That's do the that awkward without, white guy. Yeah, ex- yeah. I, I, Can you I, kind I of make him I, strong, I, but not too yeah. strong? Like, I like the I like that interaction because he was like started off with Spanish and the guy knew he didn't speak too well Spanish and he was just like responding to him in English and then kind of going back and forth into two different languages to you know make him feel comfortable. I thought that was that that bar scene was the the only time throughout the entire movie that I could relate to the guy. I was like, you know what? I'm definitely I'm exactly like this guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I thought you totally could have related. Necesito when, when they were in una <laughs> During Winchon? That's it. No, I said like being in Turkey and just like running around the streets of Turkey. I figured you could relate really well. I can't even relate to running. But, um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just back to the beach scene. I mean, it wasn't, I didn't think it was particularly gory, but it was exactly, exactly that though, Sean, right? It, it 
it's yeah. just realistic and everybody can see them. You know, you could be anywhere and something terrible can happen. And nowadays, obviously just uh, somebody having a car is, is, is a, something yeah. that's just, you know, it's sad. It, and it, so it was something about her getting shot was what the, the thing th- it was kind of weird. I don't know if it was the way they, they, they angled it where she was getting shot from behind and you kind of saw the bullet coming. Through. I was just going to say, I think that's exactly it. I, Cause usually you see somebody, something you, yeah. you saw it Same exit, her, with him. which is really, really, kind of it's really gruesome. rare yeah yeah like that's that's kind of where i think maybe that's why i was just like oh that, that that's how this is gonna go kind of thing and um i mean it was i i for that type of scene i i thought it was well played out the whole thing was very realistic in terms of that like yeah i don't know it was just it was something that was just kind of surprising for me to see not really sure why it just stuck out in my mind her getting shot was the the thing that stuck out in that particular one so yeah um in terms of that so we you know it, it kind of makes him kind of lose a switch on his you know kind of switches him kind of go crazy would y'all think that would be something y'all would end up having to do um in that situation you know if you you lost everything basically your only your only connection to the real world is just gone would you freaking lose your mind and just go want to kill everybody yeah if, oh wait are we, are we are we on some sort of like uh psychological Philos- are we at a psychiatrist psychological right? thing that's that's a tough thing i mean yeah. I, he I, like that's that's a like super dedication I, like i don't even know if i'll save somebody choking at the restaurant next to me i can't answer what i would do over there <laughs> well do if, you actually like that person is the question i'm, I'm just saying it's a pretty like, it's pretty like that's something i guess <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna show me some uh ink blots next to see how i i respond vagina hey i <laughs> everything's a vagina come on uh, show me on. <laughs> What did we learn from Game of Thrones? Everything's all about uh, wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are weird. Is, is that the intro Maybe to the should... Anthony Wiener credits? Have you not seen that South Park? Oh, I have wait. not seen that. Oh no, my I god, is that, I'm, I'm. Is that like, a new one? So yes. Behind. Go find that South Park and watch it immediately. It is fucking hilarious. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll even see that. I haven't they seen meet it. George R. R. Martin and basically. I mean, their whole point is trying to make fun of the fact that every Game of Thrones episode shows freaking cocks and it's all naked. And so it's him <laughs> describing the episodes. He's like, oh, yeah, and his flopping wiener. And like, no, why are you talking about oh, wieners? Oh, wait, I did see parts of this one. No, I, I think I've seen this one. Yes. <laughs> Just go watch it. It's funny. It, it sounds like the Patrick Stewart uh, extras cameo. Where he's just talking every time somebody asks him something, every time Ricky Gervais asks him a question, and it comes back to him uh, liking nudity and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? Definitely. That's a great. Yep. Yes, that's a great, great that. reference, Matt. I don't think we've ever talked about so that. So, Sean, whenever yeah, you compliment reference. my references, it makes me wonder what you're thinking when you're not complimenting my references. <laughs> just like just every now and stupid. then, you'll, you'll say that, and I'm like, is that like a pity great reference, Matt? Or like, because what was wrong with the last ten? What the fuck, Sean? <laughs> I mean, like that's just one we haven't talked about yet. But the other ones are usually like they're totally relevant, right? Did you hear that? Did you hear the dedication behind that? Totally relevant, right? There? I did. That, that was yeah. sarcasm at its yeah. highest, man. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just, I'm just giving Matt a hard time. He, we have similar interests. That's why we're on this podcast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, but big gulps, whoops, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, um, all right, I'll try so, and bring yeah, us back into yeah. this one. What? So Michael Keaton comes in and, and seriously, talked, right? Seriously, how, was anybody enjoying how how uh, badass Michael Keaton was in this entire? Play? Oh, he, I, he was I, my favorite part of this movie. I like that whole the idea of just like him being like the seasoned veteran, like the nom vet or something, or whatever it is. Like, the, oh no, no, it was, it was the Gulf War vet. 
Um, yeah. Just where like he's like kind of a hard ass, and uh, I kind of dig that stuff. You know, it's uh, well, he. I could believe him more than uh, than the other guy. So I was, uh, and you know, and I'm kind of jumping. Jumping kind of to the end of the movie, well, more or less the end of the movie, but we, we you know, we, we kind of noted on this a bunch was like that torture scene. I thought that's when his character hit its fullest, like, this is why I liked this, him in this movie, when um, he basically was just talking shit to him the whole time he was getting the, uh, uh, being tortured by uh, Taylor Kutch. So I, I thought that was the best, his, that character, that was the best scene for that particular character. Do y'all disagree or agree uh, on that? My only disagreement would be the fact that the dialogue in that scene is terrible so i mean i don't blame it on michael keaton but like the back and forth between him and oh. taylor kitsch is just i mean the movie itself it's not it wasn't written by geniuses i mean the, there's a lot of bad <laughs> patchy dialogue spots but that one was kind of weird I, I i thoroughly enjoyed keaton's uh uh, dedication to the role you know like spitting blood in his face and, uh-huh. and given that you know shit-eating grin the entire time but uh the dialogue there was just it was pretty terrible <laughs> I, I i enjoyed it i thought he was just talking shit the whole time to him just kind of making fun of him but now the fact that he kept you know um taylor kutch's character just kept telling him the whole plan and you're like you're just doing the, the typical bad guy type thing when he was counting down the rules of the, that he was doing to him, I was actually kind of enjoying that. So I kind of uh, laughed when he said that when he was giving him shit about he never should go after people in the navy, <laughs> like because uh, he was a naval, like a naval. Um, uh-huh. He was a sailor, so yep. That, that uh, was very semen. funny and a seaman. Yes, he was, and then he was in fact he did get to enjoy himself on the sea at the end there, so. Spoiler alert! Since we're oh, that, that was the that was man that was that was the key that was the whole that one that one line tied the whole movie together right there, man. Die at sea. I know where he's going. Sea, but yeah, but yeah. What did, what did y'all think of that? You know, the role on that thing, like when when Taylor Kitsch came into this, did his did his plot make or not? I guess his character arc at all do anything for you, or is this just a typical movie where you're like, just a typical bad guy? Did it's y'all really same, yeah. care about this? It was it was. I mean. He was just a good guy that went bad. That's really all I could say about him. Good guys go bad. What just happened? Was that a, wait. <laughs> that song popped in my what head. What was that? Who was that? that? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a terrible Shit. Like, song what was from, like, a couple like, years ago. It was like a, it was one of those like numbered bands, like three something or some crap like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll Google it because we'll, I know we'll figure exactly. We'll redirection. Just, that just popped in my head from one day. Probably. It, was, it, fit, it fits for Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on Taylor Kitsch, did anybody else think uh, from the trailers that we might find out that maybe they were all bad and Taylor Kitsch was actually good? Yep. They kind of were playing that in the trailers. Did you it, get that, Matt? Really? I, I'm right there with you. I was actually, not yeah, that the movie I, had a lot of twists or surprises, that. but that was the one thing that the trailer set me up for when I was like, oh, shit, that didn't happen. Well, well done. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I thought that I, I, I was kind of on that, on that verge of uh, thinking that with the um, – with Michael Keaton more than just uh, yeah that he would not be just bad. Dylan O'Brien's so, character yeah like yeah so in my mind sorry to cut you off go ahead Sean no that was it I was oh. gonna say uh, basically with Michael Keaton's character I thought he was gonna be the bad guy side note Cobra Starship is the good girls go bad that was it <laughs> I was off not a numbered one but close enough yeah so moving on uh, so you know I think I think the reason that that's exactly what came up to me, no not, you know just to spoil 
do a little some spoilers on this movie that's over 10 years old but uh, the recruit is what comes to mind for me yeah and so nice. when this movie when this movie the trailers i've seen i was like it looks like just a, a kind of a another recruit movie which i actually really enjoyed al pacino and uh, colin uh, farrell um something i haven't watched in a while so i'm looking forward I, I think it's something i'm gonna have to watch now but um oh colin farrell another person who ruined true detective season two we just <laughs> crossed the boats off the list <laughs> we, might, we talked about uh, Dylan O'Brien and uh, the internship, so we might as well get some Vince Vaughn action too. But um, <laughs> so, so the recruit—that's I think that's exactly why part of what kind of steered me to thinking that was going to happen in this, um, if I remember the recruit correctly. So uh, I'm kind of happy. Remember it correctly. Right, so I'm kind of happy that's not the way that this played out because it so was kind of. Yeah. I'll be honest, I did not get that from the, the previews. Um, so I feel like I I kind of missed go, out because that would have been kind of a cool like assumption going into go, it. Go rewatch. Kind of like what we had with with Star Wars. Um, yeah, yeah. Go rewatch one the, of the. Or, sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, you're I good. was just gonna say go rewatch <laughs> one of the the trailers because they they do they definitely imply it on on one of them for sure. Okay, I'll have to go look at it. I'm I'm intrigued now. Um, I mean, it was kind of like I I was kind of hoping it would be like one of those movies. So were we all hoping it was gonna go that route? The only reason I was not that I was hoping for at the end of the movie, I thought it would have been it would have made a little more sense because they didn't really flesh out why the hell Taylor Kitsch went nuts other than maybe he just went nuts because he's a psychopath anyway. I mean, they implied that the the reason he did was because he got left on a mission by Michael Keaton. And so that made him now hate hate America and want to kill everybody. But that's kind of a thin a thin backstory. Hey, so. hey, that was enough for well, Star Trek Beyond, was... and people like that movie for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought no, it was. It was totally I thought they. I thought they should because they tortured him and they they just brainwashed him or something like that. After years of torture, and he somehow got out. That was that was my understanding. So no, I think I, I think it's to a Peter's point, like how he because he, he even mentioned it uh, at one point. How it's like ghosts, like they just you're a ghost at one point after you get after you know you're lost, you're just a ghost. No, like he doesn't remember you. And that he uh, and Taylor Kitsch's character actually mentioned that. Yeah, and he even said to Keaton, well, he said, "You should have come back for me." So that it seemed like that that was the angle they were playing. And then obviously he's trying to only kill Americans and the Navy because yeah. they turned well, their I, back on I, him. They yeah, they left them. But I think he was. I think they they if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was making the statement like he was tortured for years. So that I think that's what like. Fuel. Yeah, but he his, but uh, he didn't blame the people torturing him. He blamed Michael. No, I, no, I agree. Room. Yeah, because they left yeah. him. They left him there. No, I agree with that. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the scars weren't from his kinks. They were definitely from him being tortured. <laughs> well, maybe a little. You don't bit mean he was like the? Yeah, you don't, don't think he was the like the guy from? Uh, oh God, what was that? The thing where he was like self uh, self mutilation. I think of Paul Bettany from. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Da Vinci Code. Exactly. Da Vinci Code. The yeah. And uh, what's his face from uh, Warwalk Empire? Um, I, I'm blanking on. Uh... Is it Jimmy Domini? No, the not Jimmy Domini. Uh, oh God! Is this is this a spoiler? Because I haven't seen that show. No. Oh, you, okay. Show? Uh, That's a great show too. Spoil. Yeah, definitely put, go watch. Put it. that on your list, Matt. It, it, yes, that is a that is a must. I, I gotta get through Sopranos that is a good one before I get the... through that, and I probably should watch the night. Forget the Sopranos. It's shorter, and then after I that, I watch True Detective because no. there's fewer episodes and fewer seasons, and then your mom, watch season then... one. Yeah, True Detective season one should actually be at the top of your TV watching list. So, and then after that. I've still been debating watching season two first, and then season one. No, 
so that no, just don't even well, waste your time. No, because it might that it, might I've, be a good I like people tell me total mind fuck on Matt's part, but yeah, go for I've it. I've heard. I've heard. I mean, they're independent, right? So they shouldn't be. Yeah. My, is, I would. I would actually yeah. like. I would appreciate that if you did that because uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it'd give you your why? first taste. Well, cause like, well, because it, they're not it's connected. likely not going to diminish the quality of season one. It and make it at, look at, better, at, actually. At the, at the worst, season two has nothing. I have nothing to compare to. So, but you may uh, not watch season one because you're going to be like, "Well, season two was terrible. Well, why would no, I want because, to subject myself to because, this?" Because you know, 99 of people can't be wrong. So, <laughs> well, apparently they are wrong, Sean, because you refuse to watch Game of Thrones, and everybody likes that. I, I, so, I told you, I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of shows I have to watch. That's the only reason I haven't gotten into it. Uh huh. Yeah, but yeah, you, you talk shit about it all the time. So. We we know how you really feel about it. Don't worry. You just don't want to see. You just don't want to see tits and ass. That's your problem. That's your problem. TNA. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, um, that's so, over here. Indeed. So, y'all got anything else y'all really want to talk about American Assassin on? Um, so, any other final points well, on it? I mean, not I really final point, big major. But uh, I, I actually did like the. There wasn't a lot of special effects, but um, I actually did like their the the nuke going off in the water. I thought that was kind yes, of. I thought agreed. I thought that looked good. And the kind that of, was part of the thing. I, I was curious how much of, of the budget that took up because it was a lower budget film. I was actually thinking, especially when this and Mother were, were kind of, you know, about the same budget. I'd imagine, um, obviously, a lot of Mother's budget went to the cast. Uh, not that Dylan O'Brien and Michael Keaton and the rest of the cast don't deserve their fair, fair paychecks. But, yeah, I'd imagine a lot of the budget went to that. I can tell where it didn't go to is a uh, high rise scene when it looked like it was a blue sc- green screen in the background. Anybody remember that? It was a high rise, but it was only on the, the 15th high rise. floor. So I mean, yeah, but I like the, the background looked like a green screen. I thought that was terrible. I I noticed that and I was like, this looks shitty. I, Which I didn't scene really, was that? I didn't really notice it. Just when he was sneaking in to kill the guy, um, that after the yeah. after Taylor Kitsch ruined the mission, or you know, kind of sabotaged the mission. In, it was the turkey, oh. but. I oh, will okay. say yeah, he climbed in through the window. Yeah, I also a Die Hard Die Hard scene that kind of reminded me of was when the woman comes in Die Hard when the woman comes running out of the room with her shirt flying open. That's what this reminded me of with that lady running <laughs> through the yeah. yeah. When the terrorists stop and look, is that what you're talking about? Well, the, yeah, when they first come into the building. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, he, he just, make, he like, just they, saw they, bouncing they, boobs and that's yeah. all. He remember the first time he saw bouncing boobs in a movie. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's diehard. That's why I remember yeah. it. So, but so actually, that 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 actually just brought up my favorite scene in the movie. Now that you mentioned it, Sean, um, <laughs> the, the precursor to the bouncing boobs is when he jumps into the um, kind of blocked parking lot, and the oh, dogs yeah. start chasing him. I thought that was a pretty entertaining scene. And oh yeah, he, that was when he finally yeah. realized how to trick him to lock him in the car. Um, I enjoyed what? that. Was, but were you confused though because he he kicks out the the sunroof and jumps in and the car was on or the dog was on top of the car with him why didn't the dog not go through the sunroof and get he, him because he he closed the oh the, closed the shade the, uh, thing the, the shade okay I missed that so yeah. I thought about the same thing when why he jumped in like that and then I saw him shut the shade I'm like okay, okay. that makes sense I, I missed now. the shade shutting that I was confused no that's I, uh, I agree that was the, a, that was a fun I just enjoyed just the dog in general because dogs rock. We got dog lovers here, guys, and cat lovers. That, that would be Matt. Did, that would be Matt. Did anybody else? Um, did anybody else think that they led off with him being the biggest badass in that initial, uh, you know, the initial training scenes, and then it never got better than that from an action standpoint for from him? Anybody else feel that way? 
Not really? necessarily. I mean, I think the action scenes were were fine. Like uh, with the hand to hand combat, when it came down to the um, the actual missions, you, are you saying that the the entertainment the en- entertainment was during the training sequences, not during the mission sequences? Uh, not the entertainment. I just I felt like he was a bigger badass earlier on in the movie, and and by the end, I just felt like the action set pieces didn't get better. Let's put it that way. Like it was, I was still entertained, but they didn't end with a really strong scene for him. I felt like it kind of. It was just him doing some middling stuff. It, it was a, yeah, it was a in, much more in hallway. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I could see where you're saying. That. But just to just to go to the training, I actually thought the the way they were showing some of the training sequences was pretty, you know, kind of a new take. I don't think I've seen a lot of the VR in terms of a realistic portrayal of VR in that type of scenario, as mm-hmm. well as kind of the mock shopping um, center and public area space trainings that they were doing. I thought that was pretty. Uh, pretty creative and kind of how he goes off on the woman and she calls him a dick. Uh, (laughs) I really enjoyed that. Um, But in terms of the, just to give the last scenes a little bit of credit, I actually really enjoyed the fighting on the boat when they were going against the rough seas. So they both were thinking they were getting the upper hand and then a a wave would hit and they'd fly up. I I thought that was probably not fun to shoot for them or the, the stunt, the stunt men that, that that had to do it either way. I I thought it, I thought it, translated well on the screen was an enjoyable to watch i agree with that i and to your point about the the shopping center uh scene that made me think of the movie swat with uh with colin, colin farrell, farrell again Always yeah, colin and, uh, farrell. and uh well funny that they actually have a tv show of that now they do i saw yeah that, yeah which is sad wait wait a new one or the old one? Oh no like a new one with like soap opera stars on cbs America's most watched network. Of course, it's got. Wow. <laughs> you need to quit saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't every time. Say it every time. No, Don't no, stop. say it every time. No, uh, <laughs> say it every well, time. If you forget, we're gonna like, remind you. Like no bullshit. It'll probably be like America's hottest new drama this uh this fall. SWAT <laughs> <laughs> on America's most watched network. So yeah, anything else you want to add to this? Movie? Wait, was, um, was 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 Peter going to reminisce more about SWAT and, rem- and give me specific details oh. on SWAT, or was that the end of it? My bad. Oh, was that oh, it? I was just going to say it reminded me of SWAT because uh, they do the same sorts of they set up the same kind of fake training exercise. Like when the, I don't know if you remember, they do a, a training exercise on an airplane. So they have an airplane where they go in and they they run a mission. So it made me think of that same thing where you've got people watching on monitors and they put them in real life situations. So just kind of made me think of that movie value add of that comment was zero <laughs> <laughs> no i got i got stuck trying to think of the other i thought they were in ikea to, to be honest it. with you i thought I was, it was ikea uh, too, yeah no i was like why are they in ikea this is kind of out of the the, the blue it's not really making sense <laughs> and then they panned out i'm like oh, okay this is a fake training exercise but really what? ikea yeah but what i, I thought they were just going to pick up some bad furniture well, yeah what is it put together with an allen what wrench. does that tell you that all of us thought of ikea when we saw that even though there was nothing it was IKEA the layout branded. though no it was the, it it was was the roomed layout that's I, what it is i totally it's, agree it's, but yeah. isn't that funny that we're that brainwashed by ikea or they do that good that's successful yeah stores yeah well, ikea we, does a good job and apparently cbs does a good job because even if it's not america's most watched network <laughs> we all know of it we still as call it america's that. most watched network no no and they're like we're, we're not telling the truth here but we're that's our that's our advertising i think sean does a good job of advertising for cbs yeah. you should go apply to work for them sean you're doing a good job. which is terrible because well, i don't even watch any of their pass. shows really so, so when i was yeah, like, when i was in high school i worked for uh the largest um Patio, uh, sporting goods and patio store in the in North America, and um, it was for for you know at least a period of time. But eventually, another store opened up and, and beat it. But they never had to change their 
kind of sign <laughs> because it was a trademark name. So even though they're wow. no longer the largest sporting goods store, store, and also there's also the caveat that it's sporting goods and patio. So yeah, that gives them a little more of a Just niche. Just no shoe specific. There's a little more of a niche so they could argue it. But because that was a trademark name, they never had to change the sign even though larger stores opened up. But um, Peter, just on that SWAT reference, so I was trying to think of a scene in SWAT where they had to go to a store. And it took me way too long to process the fact that you referenced it was on a plane where they're kind of doing the training. (laughs) And I 100% remember that now. And um, I I guess I need to get some 2000-aught Colin Farrell movies in with SWAT. and Hello, uh, Cool J, man. Come and, on. I mean, Jeremy. And Sammy J. And let's, Ameri- let's forget, American Outlaws. Let's not forget Jeremy Daredevil. Renner, guys. That was one of the first Jeremy oh, Renner shit, movies. Right. Yeah, that was, a, that was a Jeremy and Renner. And one, yep. one of the few where he is not a protagonist. So Yeah, he's the antagonist Very in that true. one. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lesson in... <laughs> I was thinking that could have implied that like he was the main protagonist, so I was like, yeah, he's the bad guy. But then I, like, that's, uh... I just I like to teach people words. <laughs> Can you teach me? Oh, oh wow! Wow! <laughs> Welcome to Thesaurus One Hundred One. Hey, Pictures Podcast, brought to you by Peter. Synonyms and anonyms, gotta love it. (laughs) And this is our grammatical hour, brought to you by Peter Conrady. Supported by the Oxford comma. Let's end this damn review. (laughs) All right, fine. Forget about the Oxford comma. I am a strong proponent of the Oxford comma. Absolutely. So, uh, Shawnee, final thoughts. Not a big fan of Dylan O'Brien as as the the role that he was in, but... uh, Michael Keaton continues to dazzle in his comeback or his resurgence, I guess I'll call it. And, uh, yeah, overall, good, good action movie. Nice, uh, it's, it's, it's what you expect for September of the movie going season. But, uh, yeah, check it out when it comes out on, uh, Netflix or, you know, TV, whatever, what have you, whatever method you watch movies these days outside of the theater. So, um, what about you, Peter? Yeah, I'm with you, and I think it kind of goes to my initial thoughts, which is uh, it's a fun popcorn movie. I mean, it it was worth the ticket price. It was worth uh, the entertainment value. And to me, this is going to be one of those that's going to end up being on, you know, we've said it before, like TNT, TBS, one of those channels that kind of plays the, the B-rated action movies during holidays or weekends. And I'll probably throw it on because uh, I had a good time. So, uh, so Dave, what about you? Uh kind of in the same way um i'm not telling everybody to go run out and go see it it was entertaining um you know if you're, you're looking to i guess if it's still hot wherever you're at and you're looking to get out of the heat and you know you want a good movie to go watch and just watch a good popcorn movie this is definitely the movie to go see um apparently mother is not not worth your time so if you're, you're struggling and you haven't seen it or anything like that definitely go see this one um but yeah so matt what about you? Yeah, uh, just like, like like Peter, it's probably something I'll um, throw on in the in the background when it's available um, without any regrets. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it, and you know it's exactly what you'd, you'd expect, and kind of hit all the right marks with a with a fun cast overall. And it, it's always nice to see Taylor Kitsch. Um, and I, I I don't know if I'll ever get the leading role like he had in uh, John Carter again, but if they give him an, another chance, I think I think we'd all. Uh, I think we'd all be happy to give him another chance on it. Um, yeah, with with the with Kingsman coming out, 
um, hard. You, you might not get a chance to see this before that, but if, if you see Kingsman and you have another two hours to go see a movie, I think this is probably a good a good option to go see. Otherwise, definitely worth a rental or a Netflix or something like that if, uh, if this genre is, is something you enjoy. Very well said. Indeed. Let's move, Let's get some uh, potent picks in for the week so we can close this thing out. So, uh, Peter, why don't you start us off? Sure. So I was I was kind of looking through and trying to find another spy movie just to kind of go in the same similar vein. And something I came across that I haven't watched in a while, but I remember thoroughly enjoying is the movie Collateral with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Um, basically follows a cabbie who runs into a guy who has all the right skills, but uh there's there's a few twists and turns along the way um if you haven't seen it i would definitely recommend it i don't know if you guys have seen this before i'm guessing F- probably ph- phenomenal yeah. Oh, yeah i i, I made it i made a woo noise when you said it but i was on mute so i'm with you <laughs> <laughs> nice uh yeah it's i mean it's a michael mann directed film so i mean he's got some stuff that I, most people will know of which is uh the insider last mohicans heat which is also another great movie but um, yeah, collateral. I think it's it's not talked about a lot, but definitely something that I would say is is one of those action movies that for sure is worth worth its uh, ticket price when it was out. And uh, yeah. So Peter, I think that's a great choice, and not not to go on it too much. But me and a, me and a buddy got in a, a large argument. Uh, is large the correct verb for the, or adjective for that? I don't know. We got in a huge argument. Um, <laughs> check check our our uh, hold on our on, on yeah, get get that at the source. Hang on. Hang on, Peter. Um, so me, me and a buddy, we, we were discussing this because we're both big fans of the movie. But uh, Jamie Foxx was nominated for supporting actor in this movie, and he maintains that he should have been lead actor for Collateral versus uh, maybe a supporting Tom Cruise. And um, I, I think it's okay. But I don't know. Do you have any, you know, kind of quick summary thoughts on that? Is even is that even worth a conversation? It's a good point. It's to me, this is one of those where you could almost you could almost say they're both supporting because of the way that the, the structure of the movie is. I think that jumps back and forth. I think that's a great point. Um, But yeah, I mean, and it's, it's another reason I really like this movie because you're kind of on your toes the entire time. And I I don't want to say too much because it kind of gives, it might give the movie away because you really don't know where you stand, even in the first few minutes of the movie. I was just gonna say, you don't know who you're rooting for. And you also have Hulk in the background going around. So it's fun cast. Great movie. Yeah. Go see it. Jada Pinkett Smith, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Peter Berg's even in this, which is hilarious because you know. Oh yeah, that's right. Nice call out. Director yeah. for for those that maybe not thinking <laughs> of uh, a common actor. That name is an actor. Exactly. Peter Berg also the head coach for the Miami Dolphins in uh, Ballers. Ballers. You ever watched that show? Ballers also, season three. Also uh, Matthew Bomber's uh, FBI contact in uh, White Collar. So. Oh okay. Ah. Peter Berg doing TV and movies. Mind well, that was just the character's name. He's not actually. I was gonna, just going to yeah. say, yeah, oh, it, was not okay. <laughs> it wasn't actually. I don't, I don't, I don't watch white collar, so. <laughs> I never, I never realized that was his, or I never connected that dot. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, Collateral. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. And if you have seen it, go revisit it because I think I might actually do it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, in terms of drinks, I'm just going to go with go try a new bourbon. Uh, bourbon is delicious. It is definitely something that i try to drink i mentioned it at the beginning especially bourbon age beers are great but just bourbon in general is a awesome drink at any time of year um if you can go down and do the uh the bourbon trail i've done it before 
and maybe that's even a better recommendation if you can get down to uh, the region go to the bourbon trail go hit up a few few uh, distilleries um buffalo trace is one that i really enjoy so maybe throw that out there but yeah try a bourbon if you haven't and if you have you know throw a few cubes in there and and, and enjoy so uh matt so th- this is kind of cheating but i because i referenced it earlier but this is actually the movie i was going to recommend um especially since peter kind of had the same initial thoughts based on the trailer but the recruit with al pacino and um uh, Colin Farrell. You'll have some other familiar faces in there as well. Hopefully, I didn't spoil it too much. Was kind of calling out where this movie didn't meet my uh, what I was expecting based on the recruit in terms of some of the maybe twists or, or motivations of the characters. But uh, I think that's a that's a fun movie. You know, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's something I want to watch again, but it's it's definitely pretty. Uh, it came out in 2003, and I, I think it, it probably feels like a movie that came out in 2003. But uh, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But um, kind of par for that that time period and um in terms of uh, drinking on a, on a serious recommendation um I, I would definitely if you haven't had a manhattan in a while i i always enjoy those i, I definitely it's something that i wanted to get at the the hotel tonight um but uh, they were not fully stocked and i wasn't able to make that happen um so manhattan what about what about you dave so you know, I, I watched the second to last episode of Rick and Morty, um, the other, I think, for last weekend. So it was last week's uh, Rick and Morty. I haven't caught this last one. And I don't know if y'all saw the most recent episode. It was with all the Ricks on the Citadel. Did y'all, y'all watch this one at all Here by any us. chance? Haven't seen it. Okay. I thought the well, most recent they, one was the memory. Well, it was the second. It was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. So okay. whatever the yeah. first one that came back on, it was – so. They were, it was the, yeah, so basically there was a scene where they had some, um, uh, a clone of a clone of a clone of, uh, of a Rick's, and when I was watching that scene, and they all hated the one that was below them, so like, you know, the number a, dash A hated the B, and the B, and the B, A and B hated the C, and they were both kind of like, kind of like awkward clones of it, so it kind of reminded me of the, of a, of an old Michael Keaton movie. And I think y'all know where I'm going with this. Multiplicity. Do y'all remember that movie? I, I do, but I have to question the, the hey, reasoning. Hey, hey. I like pizza. Um, I have to. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, man. I have to, I have to just not. I, I don't want to derail your recommendation because I think it's spot no, on. No, And whenever I think of Michael Keaton, as much as this isn't what it should be, that's the first movie I think of. Um, I think it's because I like pizza. But Probably. I like pizza. But I, I have to ask. So I thought those were all not not clones of rick but they were interdimensional they're just infinite dimensions they were but for some they're clones of clones for some reason these these newscaster ones were a dash a a dash b and they all kind of like slowly oh shit i forgot about that yeah you're right it was like worse copies of the other it's it's a minor no no minor portion of it that's a good call out but and that and it just reminded me of how when they started making because i was like i like pizza um it's how they would make the clones that were when they would clone each other. It would just be the worst version of like a clone of a clone. Yeah. It just kept getting worse on like the copier. So that was funny, and I was like, "Oh, that's a nice little callback." So I thought that was a good one. Plus, you know, with talking with uh, Keaton this week for American Assassin, I thought it was a perfect uh, kind of addition to it. Um, but if you haven't seen Multiplicity, um, thoroughly entertaining movie. Uh, it was kind of how Keaton started off in in. Um, comedy roles which was kind of interesting i never actually thought of i thought this comedy. was after mr david Mom. david was this it this is like this is not how he started out in comedies yeah. well that like this you, was you no i'm just saying like he used to be he used to be in the he used to be all in comedies but like the first movie that comes up to my in my mind was batman so that's the first movie that i think of him as it's a serious actor 
And then, like, he had all these other movies that that's what he started off doing was all comedy stuff and then kind of moved into, like, the more serious stuff. So um, that's all I was pointing out in that particular way. I wasn't saying that this was his first comedy. That well beyond. I mean, he's been in a ton of stuff, but but and that also had, is that Annie McDowell who is who is with him. She's she's yep. she's yeah. no yep. form, she's yeah. no uh, something in to com- comedic roles, whatever that word is. Peter, that's your that's your cue. Stranger, stranger. Thank you. Phew. <laughs> man, that was a hard one. Oh man, but um, but yeah, I guess in uh, terms of alcohol. I was gonna say suggest just you know with the with the upcoming fall drink some Oktoberfest beers and your pumpkin spice beers and your pumpkin spice lattes and whatever you want. I'm gonna stick with the the fall beers because they are starting to come out a lot more now. Start drinking your Oktoberfest. All the all the breweries are starting to put out their their uh, specialty their fall brew, uh, their fall brews. So you'll get a couple. Sit back, enjoy it. You know, hopefully it's cooling off where you're at. Um, I know in Texas it's you know hitting the 60s at night sometimes, but then it's still 95 during the day, so it makes absolutely no sense. So, you know, it's cool at night to enjoy a nice little um, October fallish type beer. So, that's my recommendations. Go buy, just go buy any brand. They're pretty good, no matter what. So, uh, Shawnee. Well, I appreciate you guys just loading me up with segues here tonight because um, I'm actually going to talk about a movie that's something kind of tied to what Matt Damon's got coming up with Suburbicon, which is pretty excited about which was written by Joel and Ethan Cohen. I'm actually going to suggest another Joel and Ethan Cohen movie this week, which is uh, No Country for Old Men, who, which stars Javier Bardem, who was in Mother that I saw this week. So um, if you guys haven't ever seen No Country for Old Men, it's an awesome movie. It, it has Great a lot film. of what we talked about tonight with uh, True Detective Woody Harrelson is in No Country for Old Men, Javier Bardem, who is in Mother, um, Mine, mine, and David's, and everybody else from Texas. Uh, Matt, uh, who lives in Texas, uh, and Tommy Lee Jones, fantastic, but uh, really awesome movie. Good, uh, I think it was up for Academy. I can't it remember was, if it won yeah. any Academy Awards. No, yeah. uh, uh, there will be blood beaded out for quite a bit. But don't forget about the tie into it with the um, Javier Bardem's Weapon of Choice. Oh, that's ah, right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, good, good stuff. But yeah, it's, so if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's uh, Probably probably um, a little bit harder to get these days, but incredible movie and really, uh, you know, got a lot of accolades. So in terms of uh, what I'm drinking, it's funny enough because I feel like I bring up a lot of bourbon drinks, but my buddy turned me on to something that he he made the other night, which for for any of you who have listened to any, any of our other episodes, LaCroix is one of my favorite drinks, LaCroix for the, the more cultured folks. But, By the uh, way, it's, it's literally it's a, LaCroix. I was reading an article yeah, we, about it the other day. On, we literally know. Uh, uh, it's, it's just a joke. And no one knows what's in it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. the point. Uh, hey, that's, that the, was the, that's the article, article I was reading there, Dave. Yeah. Nice. Wall Street Journal. It's, uh, but it was a, uh, this drink consisted of tangerine LaCroix with some bullet rye with uh, some orange bitters. So kind of shake it up a little bit, pour it over the, uh, pour, pour it over the rocks, or if you want to just um, kind of do it neat pretty damn good so check it out just orange bitters tangerine lacroix and bullet rye fantastic beverage i'm just going to call it the jimmy but anyway <laughs> uh that was a really big setup for a name and yeah, I know, you, you, you really failed on that one i'm gonna be honest <laughs> I, with you. i, I kind of did that on purpose but yeah i'm glad you enjoyed that uh but yeah check it out like i said rye bullet bullet rye <laughs> orange orange or tangerine lacroix wow 
And then uh, orange bitters. So is, is so. that like a is awesome. that like a fuzzy old fashioned? Yeah, I don't know. It sounds pretty. <laughs> I don't know what to call it, but it, it it's pretty, pretty good. Sounds kind of like so. a flame and mo, to be honest with you. Yeah, and well, a little cough should, syrup in there. Well, check it out. Everybody should try it this week. But that's all I got. So that's all he's got. All righty. Well, you know, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll get ready to close this out. But uh, you know, as always, you can follow us on. Uh, oh, we haven't actually talked about next week what we're watching. I am sorry. Um, Kingsman. So. So definitely next week, uh, tune in next week. We'll definitely be uh, reviewing Kingsman. I know we're all excited about this one. The states because there's the, 50 states. Well, there's probably the not going to be 50 statesmen, but they're like covering like you know, you know, maybe 15 states with the uh, the characters. How do you know? You seen the movie already? already? I've seen the states? previews. How many theaters per state again? <laughs> I think we came up with 10. At least 50. Is that correct? But six. <laughs> I think based on Sean's numbers, it was 10 per state. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're all we're all pumped to see this one. So uh, tune in next week for that one. That'll we're definitely not not seeing that movie. So Matthew Vaughn's first sequel. So it's pretty exciting times. Oh, and I think wow. it's a good you know. And I think you know we all definitely enjoyed as we probably talked earlier that the uh, we've all enjoyed the first one. And based on the previews, it's not looking like this is going to be a, a you know a sequel that we're all going to be disappointed about. So um, you know, as we said earlier, you can always email us at uh, potentpicturespodcast at gmail you can go to our website. It's potentpictures.wordpress.com. You can see, you listen to our, all our old um, podcasts. Unfortunately, as we noted, iTunes only you know sh- lists our last ten. We've got I think we're at thirty now. Is that correct? Yeah, we're at this is our thirtieth. Uh, our thirtieth episode. episode. So we're getting there. We'll we'll make a note of uh, our fiftieth one. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do something special. I don't know. We'll, we got a twenty to go. Like Plenty maybe actually get there. together. Maybe we can do something like that. It'll be interesting yeah. to do. It would be, and, uh, be nice, but you know, you know few if you ago. follow, if tell you what, but if you follow us on Twitter, you'll actually get a message about that. Maybe, maybe Sean will DM you on that one. So uh, maybe, you know, yeah, slide at into DMs. Picks, uh, yeah, he's gonna slide into your DMs. <laughs> just be like, hey, we're doing it live. Maybe you can come out and watch us. You never know. Or probably better yet, just check out our Facebook page, which or Facebook. pictures on Facebook. So people are still using that. I know my parents yeah. are. So and it's has a wider reach but anyway david doesn't understand that <laughs> but anyway all right um i think that'll do it for us tonight guys um so good night everybody